Welcome to the Parkscope Unprofessional Podcast Hour. My name is Joe. Joining me tonight is Mike. Mike, how are you doing? Pretty good, man. Pretty good. Hanging in there? Successful, uh, productive day at work today. So I'm good. not sure if that's possible. Productive day at work? Uh, it's, that's been my life the past three weeks, man. Nonstop. Okay, fair enough. Grinding it out. Fair enough, fair enough. Also joining us is Nick. Nick, how are you doing? How is your whirlwind vacation tour thing? Yeah, I'm finally back home, thank the Lord. It's been a long, long two weeks almost. So, conference, then family, then nephew's birthday, then North Carolina for friends, and then back home finally. So, it's been a long, long time. So, You getting buzzed by World War One planes last episode? Yes, that was in the mountains. Oh, I forgot about the mountains. Yeah, we went to the mountains in there too sometimes, somewhere. So, yeah. I come home on my grass, it's up to my knees. So, I guess I know what I get to do tomorrow. Good luck. Also mm. joining us tonight as special guests, we have the Disney Hipsters. Uh, oh, Adam and Andrew, yes. Hi. They've Hello. Been, they, they've been described as this is by far the scariest, most creepy Disney-related thing ever created. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Directly on iTunes. Really? Yeah, right? Is that right? one of our awesome ratings? One, I think that's one of my reviews. Oh. That is one of your reviews for the, uh, the great... Uh, let's move to Disney World al- album. <laughs> I'm awesome. I'm actually that review is like the defining moment of my life. You have to embrace the negative reviews. I've realized <laughs> that's the only negative review though. And if if I'm not getting five star reviews, I want to be getting one star reviews. You know? Yeah, we I, fair I, enough. Yeah. We always talk about we never understand the three star. I don't get it at all. Who gives somebody a three star review? Like who's so like listens to our podcast and is like, eh, I'm kind of <laughs> I'm gonna keep listening I'm enough to write a review, but I only kind of like it. I'll give him two more episodes and see how it turns out. It, yeah, we, we we just get that crazy one star. Everyone's negative. They're just universal hipsters. Yes, we've right. been called universal hipsters. That's awesome. Yes, I call that. Somebody's got to do it. Yeah, I, yeah, I know. If someone's going to do it, might as well be us. Yeah, but totally. um, yeah, I just I, it's kind of one of those things where like if I'm on Amazon, I just kind of filter out all the other reviews and just see what yeah. the the four and the two reviews are. Yeah. Anyway, totally. whatever. Anyway. Disney Hipsters, if you're not listening to them already, go listen to them or download the album, Let's Move to Walt Disney World. Good podcast. Good podcast. And let's move right along. Um, let's start off real quick. Uh, Disneyland and Shanghai, Disneyland. My Magic Plus, uh, Hate to Fly, and several other people have been reporting that Shanghai will be getting uh, My Magic Plus built in to the resort. And Disneyland will be getting it within the 60th anniversary, if not like a year or two afterwards. So, bring it on. I, I don't know how they would do My Magic Plus at Disneyland. Yeah, I mean, I mean they've talked about it. I mean, that's really why they made the changes to the uh, GAC cards. Is it? Yeah, that was like a big reason because they, they, would, they take up too much capacity and they throw off all their algorithms. Well, fair cool. enough. And you know Justin Bieber then jumps in a... In a in a in a wheelchair a wheelchair and just tries to get all the rides exactly yeah mm-hmm. so um so yeah I mean that's really setting up for that anyway I mean I think it's a good move we all assumed it was going to happen everywhere yeah. right 
I mean, yeah. we enjoy My Magic Plus. I a love lot of it. people hate on it, especially the locals. I love it. I'm so, into it. But I'm, we enjoy it thoroughly. Yeah, I mean, I don't have a, I don't have too big of a problem with it. Most of my problems are just kind of the whole entire why does ev- like. I wrote a blog post on this. Like, we had a group of eleven go. And we had two cast members, and we were spread across four resorts that then ended up at Old Key West and all this crazy stuff. So it was just like this initial complexity that just made it really crazy. Mm. But if we stayed at all the same resort and all bought tickets and we didn't have cast members, it probably would have been much better. Yeah. I mean, if, that's you're, a- just, if you're just a typical guest, it's fine. What is, who's, it's really geared towards. It's not geared towards the people who go 300 times a year. Yeah, and but here's the question: Is like, is Disneyland more locals or is it more touristy? It is more locals for sure. Um, Disneyland, yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. of course. I mean, is. but at the end of the day, more than Disney World, it doesn't mean it's fifty percent locals and fifty percent tourists. It's probably yeah. not quite that much. You know, it's going to have to be a little bit different, most likely. I would think. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like, who, what local person who's going to Disneyland like needs to go on mm. Space Mountain every time they go to yeah, the but- park? They were able, because of the size of Disney World, they were able to make queues for everything, to fast pass everything. This There's no point. way you're going to be able to fast pass like, you know, like Toad or stuff like that. I just, I just don't feel like there's room for it. So, I think, uh, I forget yeah, who, who it was brought it up is like, it seems like to be more something to replace what is currently fast pass, not give everything yes, fast pass it, plus. That's I think it, at the end of the day, it's probably going to work similar to how their fast passes are now, except you'll be able to make them in advance. Plus, you know, just like linking the, the resort and your key and your ticket and the whole kind of king caboodle. I, I, and, the, and this is another, um, I mean, you guys have been to Disneyland, correct? I just want to uh-huh. make sure. Okay. Yeah. I, I know you guys were supposed to go this year, but I forgot if you've been. Yeah, we, yeah, we, we canceled been it. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. canceled this year's trip. And, and you, made, and you made the good decision to go to Universal. <laughs> yeah. We did. Obviously. Instead, that was our backup prize. <laughs> yeah, Believe was. it or not. Um, yeah, I'm sorry, yeah. I'm joshing there. But my my uh, thing though is um, one of the big things for my Magic Plus at the Disney World side is the whole entire turnstileless entrances. Yes. And considering how you know, like Disneyland is right on the street, yep. practically, how would they kind of? Do you think they would actually do that, or do you think they just have would have like the tickets? No, of course they will. No, they'll, they'll do it because it's not right on the street. It's right. On the promenade, you know, the turnstiles are not what are holding people back. No, it's a, exactly. No, nobody's going to just walk in because there's security everywhere, and there's and that's the thing. Like, it's not like it's on Harbor Boulevard. You know what I mean? There's yeah, the promenade cool. there, and people are there's security. Yeah, you know, to get and, in. But you know, they watch those gates like a hawk. Because the you, bag checks before that. Yes, right. Yes. You have to go through bag check first too. And if you think about the the old um, the old gates, even at Disney World. They they were really small, like the the little gates next to say like the ticket little ticket booth or whatever. We've seen people just try to step right over them. Oh yeah, <laughs> really? You can. Yeah, no, we have seen people step yeah. right over them. Not tried to have stepped yes, over them, but and then got swarmed by security in like three seconds. So their security measures are not. It's not the gates that are keeping people out. No, is, is my point. So okay. I don't think it really matters. That's yeah, that's amazing. I've never yeah. heard of that before. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was it was amazing. It was great. Well, they let the that, that one time they let the guy get to the train station. His girlfriend was about halfway through. The sort of yeah, two people there. went over, and then before they made it to the uh, yeah, before they made it to that little tunnel there, they uh, got swarmed by undercover cops. It yeah. was awesome. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> we enjoyed it. It was great. That that's pretty awesome. I don't. And they were they were bikers. Yeah, they were. It they were so gross. It was awesome. 
Were were they like social club members or just bikers? No, I don't think there were social clubs no. at Disney World at that point. Okay, I think I think yeah. they were more just bikers slash eighty like nineties goths. They were so gross. They were nasty. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I could see Fast Pass Plus working the best at California Adventure, mm-hmm. especially for uh, World of Color. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean, I mean, it would definitely benefit it for any of the busy. For us, like it was honestly planned a little bit ahead of time. Yeah. With our trips, we find that the My Magic Plus and the Fast Plus Plus specifically really helps us because we don't have to really be crazy, yeah. crazy with rope drops. You know what's funny is it's actually made our trips – it's done exactly what I think they planned for it to do, yeah. which has made my trip more relaxing. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of crazy, you know what I mean, to think about. But I guess we're also not like the standard tours, you know what I mean? Like I don't, yeah. have, to go, I don't have to go on any rides the, to the, be honest. The real key is you make sure you get your fast passes for the things that like you need to need to go on and, and make sure those are on days that you're pretty solid and that's yes. what you want to do. Exactly. But Which past is, that, like, you know what I mean? Like, so if you want to meet like Elsa and Anna, you're going to make sure you have a day that like, okay, we have ADRs in the Magic Kingdom. We're going to the Magic Kingdom this day. That is not going to change. This is the morning we're doing that and then book it, you know, two months out. But everything else, like it's pretty easy to to grab like a Soren Fast Pass three days before. Or I mean, like when I went you know? to uh, Animal Kingdom, uh, our family friends was basically myself and our family friends, uh, the lady cast member, controlled all of our Fast Pass Plus. So mm-hmm. I woke up to go to the Animal Kingdom uh, the one day we went there, <laughs> mm-hmm. and uh, she canceled all of our Fast Pass Pluses at Animal Kingdom and put them all for Magic Kingdom. So like on the car trip, on the car trip there, um, yeah. my parents are driving, and I just made Fast Pass Plus reservations for everyone. And mm-hmm. you know we got like you know Expedition Everest, you know Dinosaur, uh, Kilimanjaro Safaris, and then for my parents who didn't want to ride Dinosaur, we gave them uh, Finding Nemo ones. So oh, yeah. you know, it, it all worked out really. Yeah, you don't need. I mean, for the most part, there's really only a handful of things that go really fast. I mean, Anna Elsa, Toy Story, Midway Mania. Yeah, but even Midway Mania, like you can get that pretty close to the day. Yeah, you might not yeah. be able to get the day of, but a few days before, if you're switch, switching things around, yeah, totally. exactly. It's really handful. It seems like the fireworks and parades go really fast, which but is so who silly. Cares? Who wants to do? Why that? would That's you waste ridiculous. it on that? And I think a good part was brought up by touring plans that you know you can actually get that fourth fast pass yeah. once you use all of them. So why yes. would you save it why to the end? for the end of the exactly? Why yes. put it at the end of the night? They should be all of them should be made in the morning. Yep. To be perfectly honest, like then you could do a late rope drop, you know, because we used to be uh, we used to come from the school of showing up at the parks thirty minutes early, yep. being the first people on like Peter Pan that kind of thing, mm-hmm. and uh, this has actually opened a whole new world for us where we can make our fast pass our first fast pass reservation for nine to ten, yep. and then just show up at the park. You know, nine thirty. Yeah, you know, exactly. nine forty-five, and it's not a big deal anymore. Yeah, you know, and even it's we great. don't. T- typically, we're getting there at like eight forty-five anyway. Yeah, right. But we don't feel like we're I don't like feel those rushed old anymore. days of like waiting for the monorail, the stupid ferry, right. and like you know that you're going to miss your rope job because you woke up a tiny bit late. Because that's rough. Sucks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, especially if you're staying in Kadani and you have to go over to get a muffin at the mar. Exactly. <laughs> I, you have to get a blueberry crumb muffin. Yes, it's very important. Or nothing if you were Andrew. I sometimes get a banana just to make Adam happy that I'm eating. Yes. But most of the time I don't eat. So Andrew and Mike are pretty much the same. They never eat when they're at theme parks. No. No, no. He eats when oh, he's I, at theme parks. I just don't eat before 1 o'clock. Yes. He doesn't eat in the morning. Okay. Okay. I, I don't understand that. I can't eat before 1 o'clock. I only eat muffins. Yeah. Okay. Adam only eats Not muffins in real on, life. Vaca- in, on vacation. In, I have vacation life. <laughs> vacation muffins. 
Milkshakes yeah. and muffins. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's sustenance. It's basic sustenance. No, yeah. it's delicious. Uh, so let's move on to something real quick. Um, Disneyland launched their new interactive experience, quote unquote, called "quote unquote" Legends Nashville. of Frontierland. Yes, Nashville. Thank you, Mike. Um, <laughs> uh, le- uh, this is from Illusion of Life.wordpress.com with the of the O and of as a zero. Um, he's been on the podcast before, but uh, his description is: it's best described as a strange hybrid of an alternate reality game with live action role playing in which you the guest get to create a character align yourself with one of the two competing factions and then do various tasks to help your fa- faction ad- achieve victory over the other yeah that's weird anyway um basically frontierland and rainbow ridge are ridge ridge are trying to uh, settle a land dispute, and whoever side en- ends the day owning the most land wins. So, like, y- you earn this bits, which are little wooden pieces of currency. Do you get to keep the bits? I think you could, and I think you can, and they look pretty awesome. They, look, they basically look like um, wooden nickels. Do you pay for them? Uh, no, you just win them. Like, so they're it, ju- just part, it's like, like uh, the other... The other games now, is with, the, this, with the world. Is this this is a temporary thing though, right? It's temporary. Yeah. And here's the interesting thing is you can um, engage with engage with duels with other players, buy property out from under its current older current owners, and send other players to jail. That's so there's awesome. a temporary jail set up. That's amazing. <laughs> and um, there's actually a large reward for uh, Guy Selga. <laughs> on the I'm first sure. day to get um, him into jail to get him in the jail so they sent him to jail quite quickly good um <laughs> good <laughs> i love guy i love guy but that guy needs to serve some time in jail yes. <laughs> we should a real dare, him and that damn dog <laughs> he's a dog yeah coco selga duh coco yeah. duh okay i mean the game sounds funnish if it's, it's anything, is it anything like the Adventureland game that we have over at uh, the Magic Kingdom? No, because it seems like it's a lot of. There's a lot of cast members, and they all do like um, hands-on stuff. So you play. There's a game I forget what it's called. It's like um, like highest. So, it's like highest card or something. So is it kind of like um, the Wilderness Explorers with more of a game it aspect? Like, it sounds like that. There's like a highest card, and you can decrypt uh, transmissions, you know, uh, telegraphs, and then there's another, like, two other games you can play. And then you win these, you know, the little wooden nickel things, and then, I don't know, you buy land. I mean, it sounds kind of fun-ish. It sounds interesting. The only problem is that it looks really ugly because... That's what I was... I did look at pictures, and it does look kind of ugly. Yeah, because it just, it seems like random bars in the middle of Frontierland. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm, I get kind of afraid with this because Disney lately with capacity issues have figured out that instead of having enough stuff to have to, to cover your capacity for the whole year, when you hit your max capacity, you just fill it in by putting temporary crap in. That doesn't matter. Like dance parties. <laughs> So is this like is this like similar quality to like a thrown together dance party or like that frozen shit show that's over in uh Hollywood Studios? Uh, yeah. Oh, we can all we can all uh complain about that a little bit. Um yes. yeah, it, it seems to be a little bit different. It seems to be a little more subtle. 
and a little more low key, but just as much thrown together. Yeah, yeah. see, I'm not. Gotcha. I'm not into that because in Animal Kingdom when we were there last time, there was like a temporary bar that they had thrown up. It and looked it, horrible. Yeah, it really looked like someone's like glued two pieces of like press board together and then like stapled fabric they got in the discount bin at Michael's. It looked like something like it a was, lesbian tea shop. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? You know those kind of like lesbian tea shops? Yes. Yeah, you know, the so lesbian tea shops. That you, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Like insanity. Insanity is or specifically like, what I'm talking about. Yeah. Sorry. Insanity is a horrible lesbian tea shop in our neighborhood. Yeah. No, fair enough. There's yeah. a uh, really good uh, Thai place in uh, Pittsburgh where my friends live that's called Tie Me Up. That's amazing. That is awesome. Yeah, it's, it's also really good food. Um, I love Pittsburgh. Yeah, Pittsburgh's pretty awesome. I love Pittsburgh. Um, also, there's an Adventureland uh, interactive game while we're at it. Yes. But this is not open yet. Uh, it's It was like previewed at D23. I'm not really sure what the specifics are. Yeah, but it would, that was the preview was like a year ago or whatever yeah. it was, right? Yeah, yeah, something like that. Yeah. So I'm not I mean, really sure. I mean, again, I guess like I'm into it if it's not just thrown together lazy. I can't believe they're just not doing a version like ours at Disney World. Like that's I mean, we you know, love, we love, it. love, love, love that interactive game I they put in Adventure. I think it's really the um, the Captain Jack Sparrow one. Yeah, it's so good. Well, roughly. Well, Captain whatever. Jack yeah, Sparrow, it's more. Right? Pirates yeah, right. yeah, the Pirates of the Caribbean one. I have not but, done that yet. So oh my gosh, it's so, it's so much awesome. fun. It is for younger kids, yeah, even absolutely. more so than uh, Sorcerers of the Magic Kingdom. Yeah, it is for very young kids, but it's very fun. To interact with all those props. And the props and are beautiful. The props are so well done, very subtle. You wouldn't even notice them if you weren't playing the game. No, like, like they terrific. fit right in. And it's yes, great. And it's practical. It. And I'm not a big fan of screens. No, so I'm, not much. A, I'm not a huge fan. So like Sorcerers is kind of fun, but it's also very screen. I'm over so Sorcerers. You do it once totally and then you're like, okay, enough. And it's a little loud. The Pirates thing is much, much, much more charming. Very charming. And overlooked. I love it. <laughs> Um, yeah, Mike, y'all, we're bearing the lead here. The real story is the music of Nashville inspired by the hit ABC show that began July 8th at Disneyland park or July 18th. Rather. That's where the real story is. So explain the real story here. (laughs) Um, fans of country music and the ABC hit show Nashville will want to get their boots polished up for an all new entertainment experience coming this summer at Disneyland park at big thunder ranch. There's a local country band, the Kelly Ray Band. They play music from the show. And Is this a real thing? <laughs> Nashville's a real thing. <laughs> or, are you, right? or are you just fucking with Fans of Nashville will be treated to trivia and behind-the-scenes stories about the creation of the show's music. So head on wait, over this, to Big Thunder Ranch Jamboree every Friday, like Saturday, Sunday this summer. Is, wait, wait, this wait. Is, so, let, let's go start with the show. So Nashville, is this a real show? Yes. It's this not is like for reals, a, bro. Not like a Saturday Night Live skit no, or something. No, it's real. It's real. It's with that bitch from uh, American Horror Story. Yes, Connie Britton. I love her. Who? From the first season of American Horror Story. The oh, one with the big hair. Oh, the one with the big hair. She sure. played Vivian. Yes. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so so is it like Glee but country? Yes, right? I don't know. Is that what kind of happens? I don't think anyone. I mean, yeah, it's, 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 show a, right uh, ever it's seen a show it. with music. It's basically about the uh, the music business in Nashville. It's actually and a pretty good show. I mean, does it a have original of, songs in it? Yeah, there's some contrived drama, but their songs are really good, and it's by real Nashville songwriters, and it's really good. Gets to showcase their music. 
So that this might have to be a cool thing to check out in Disneyland. Horrible. <laughs> it does sound horrible. That sounds horrible. <laughs> sounds amazing. <laughs> I'm sorry. That sounds awful. And so I is it going to be near music. the sheep and stuff? Like, are they going to stand on the same pedestal as the goats? I have no idea. I, I, I think so. they're on the stage. Like, not... yeah, there's a stage and there's cardboard cutouts it, and everything. It's, it's know, really uh, big budget. Did they get rid of the donkey over there that always has a giant boner? <laughs> you know which one I'm talking about. No, I haven't. Did they? Did they get rid? I of love him? that that donkey boner. They had to separate the two donkeys because Pocahontas was getting <laughs> raped by this horrible boy donkey who always had a boner. I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding about that. It's very true. I might have to post a picture on Instagram. We no. have a picture. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if they got like separated permanently or not, but the time they were <laughs> no this Sorry. is um this is uh i think where they did the uh old billy hill shows no no in, not in the not billy hill Who was no it? billy hill was in uh the golden horseshoe yeah, i was gonna say what, wasn't billy hill on like the stoop they what had, i mean they had the shows like where you you know you, you had the uh big thunder mountain ranch you know where the lunches and mm-hmm. dinners are mm-hmm. there's a stage there i think that's where it's at yeah, I think so. The they do a lot of special. They do a lot of special events over there, actually. Yeah. Like I know they do during Christmas time and Halloween time for sure. Well, that just sounds a little bit weird. It does sound a little weird. I'm not sure why is it not a Team Beach movie show? Because that doesn't fit the theme of Frontierland. Duh. They could do Team Beach movie country edition. That would be amazing. That I would watch. Yeah. No. no. <laughs> Nick. <laughs> Is Nick back? <laughs> yeah, they're in the restroom real quick. Ah, oh, Nick. I love that other people do that too. Yeah. What? Yeah. See, that's what the balance of being two of us is. Yeah, because I totally run, I run and like get, get a beer and I like go and do some errands and then I come back for a Fluff minute. A donkey. And then I talk what about the donkey and then I oh, leave. Derek, Nick. Hey. So uh, our next topic I really want to uh, cover real quick. Well, Nick, uh, what do you think about the Nashville show at Disneyland? Yeah. <laughs> Good answer. It's, I mean, it's back at Big Thunder Ridge. It's out the way. It's an area that's not really traveled a lot by guests, really. When I was there, anyway, hardly anybody was back there. Yeah, nobody so, was back there. I think it only I'm, matters if they still bring back those awesome uh, dessert, like giant cookie pan things, like from Christmas this past cookies? year. Cookies? Yeah, they had like these giant, like deep dish cookies, cookies that cookies. Like, four people could eat. Yeah, like cookies. A, that's a. It's is it yeah, in skillet? Yeah, it's skillet cookies. Okay. It's skillet cookies. Yeah, we have we have cookie makers. Oh yeah. my god, those things are amazing. They're the best. I do love oh, shit. Those are good. Good time with Progress Land. Having one of those. Anyway, um, so uh, let's move on. Let's continue on Disneyland. Uh, Club Thirty Three. That that <laughs> happened. Nick, <laughs> you guys were there. Uh, what are your <laughs> thoughts? I guess. On what? On Club 33? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Nick, oh. What's, your, what's your thoughts real quick, and then we'll go to Adam and Andrew. I mean, I don't have reference. I mean, I've seen pictures from what it was before, but I, I went when they were in the middle of New Orleans Square. was really like just construction walls and torn up when I was there. For, you know, So, I mean, I don't really have reference. I mean, I don't – from the what I've seen of the interior, it looks like one of the new Applebee's, the makeovers to the new Applebee's. It looks exactly like that to me. Um, it doesn't look – anything special to me but i don't have as much of a connection to new orleans squares as a lot of these people do so it's kind of hard for me to say that you know they've done a horrible job when i didn't really see what was there before but i don't 
I don't like the changes either. I I really don't like that the elevator is like just a sad a party of one. Yeah, oh. that's just dumb. But yeah, yeah, I don't like they, that they tarnish Walt's his his vision. I don't really care. I about think Walt's it looks vision. like shit. But, I don't care about yeah, Walt's vision because Walt because Walt never ever set foot in Club Thirty Three. You know what I mean? And I know he that's bought a lot of he bought a lot of the antiques and things like that. With Lillian in New Orleans, which I think is very cool. And they did preserve a lot of those antiques for the new uh, Club 33, which is great. Yeah. Uh, especially the Vulture, which I love. And uh, But otherwise, I hate everything. I don't care really so much about Walt's vision, but I just think it looks like cockadoo. It looks like uh, a lounge that you would find at a boardwalk casino in Atlantic City. Yes. It looks horrible. I, I, I think, think it looks like shit. But like that jazz bar doesn't look doesn't fit really in the jazz motif. No, that that I don't know what that thing is. That lounge you're, yeah. you speak of. Yeah, ugh. I mean, like, ugh, but even right. if, even ignoring the whole interior part, it just it seems like it ruins a lot of the exterior that like ninety mm-hmm. percent of the people, ninety nine percent of the people can see. Yes, and that and that's my big problem is that it just seems everything has just been. Big windows exposed. It doesn't matter what it looks like on the outside as long as it right. matters what it looks like on the inside, which is, right. just seems very self-centered and not cool in my right. mind. I guess I don't – I guess I had – that – the window thing isn't really hitting home with me as much as it has for other people. I know a lot of people are very upset about it, um, I but I guess unless I see it in person, you know, I, it's not really hitting home yeah. to get me upset. It's more the interior of the entranceway. Yes. Yeah. That's really pissed me off. Because actually the main dining room isn't that offensive to me. You know, but that oh the Mm-mm. waiting area is horrible. No, I mean I think overall people get used to stuff. People just don't like change. Yeah, people don't like change at I all. I think and at the end of the day, I think a lot of people forget, I don't know why, but that Disney is a giant corporation. Yes. That's sheer goal is to make money. Yes, exactly. And by making Club thirty three double its size, they're right. gonna make more money. Exactly. So they don't really give a rat's ass that you know that People yeah. are slightly offended by the windows. I'm really upset about the elevator, though. Yeah, that's a little cockadoodle, yeah. but you know, you gotta be compliant to some You're sort right. of whatever. Yeah, I that also is. think that um, one of the big things about Disneyland is a lot of people see it as their park. You know, they go there every weekend. That's my place. That's what I do. It's like somebody's coming and change something that's theirs. So whenever you have more of a connection like that, like this is my place, like it would be like somebody went to Animal Kingdom Lodge and just completely changed everything in it. For y'all, yeah. and even yeah. for me, I love Animal Kingdom Lodge. It's my favorite yeah. resort. Yeah, you know, it would be a harder thing for me to say. I would be more likely to say, "Oh, I hate, I hate this," because you know, I like what was there. Whereas with this, I'm just kind of like, "Okay, whatever." That's a really, that's a really great way to put it. Actually, like yeah. that actually makes me kind of understand it a little bit more. But um, the fact is, especially with Club Thirty Three, is most people shouldn't feel that ownership. You know what I mean? Because exactly. we have people paying so much money every year just for their membership. It, unless I hear outrage from those people, it's hard for me to take this seriously. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? Because uh, you can't, as a Disneyland guest, even if you feel a sense of ownership, you can't be that upset for them to change this private club. You know, Taking over Court of Angels, I think, was justified by people getting upset. You know what I mean? Because that was a public area yep. that the club took over. Yes. But uh, the interior of the club shouldn't really affect – it's not affecting the day-to-day guests. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Exactly. But, but you're, you, you are 100% right about Animal Kingdom Lodge. Yep. Like the tiniest detail 
out of place really sends me over the edge. But people get addicted mm-hmm. to it like we do. And then. No, you're right. But people hate change. But in a short period change. of time, you forget about it. You're right. Yeah. You are right. Like, you know what I mean? Like the Ventureland Bridge, which we were like completely Live horrified. Live it about for years. <laughs> when they made that thing flat. For and now years. it's kind of like, eh, it's really now, not that Now bad. I don't even notice. But yeah. for the first like year or so, I was. Uh, like it looks fine, but you get blinded by your own like OCD rage. Exactly, exactly. That it doesn't look exactly the same. You're right. As long as they don't right. make it look ugly, like that's my only issue. Like if if they did something and it was really well, really bad. Well, that's the big complaint is that they did make the exterior with the windows ugly. Yeah, you know what I mean. And, and it doesn't really fit. Yeah, and they cut off a lot of the trellises and everything. Mm-hmm. There's really abrupt angles. Things look yeah. bad. The new the the new call button. Has like yes, six. it's horrible. My, my favorite horrible. part about the, yeah. the call button is that there are six areas where you can screw it in, and only five of them have screws. Wow. Are you serious? <laughs> well, well so you guys, we, our opinions don't matter on the call button because Disney Food Blog, Food Blog called it much classier than the old call button. <laughs> okay, so our opinions them. don't matter, but that opinion does. Cool. Much classier. Quote, I, I just quote it's just like Disney Food Blog. One side has three Three of the uh, the screws in it. The other one, the middle screw is missing, and it just that's infuriating. It's it's hilarious. And then the problem I have though is that big window that faces uh, the Rivers of America. French Market. Yeah, the French Market River, Rivers of America is just right. off centered and just plain stucco. There's nothing else there. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's a problem. I think it's just I don't mind changing the interior. I mean, like, yeah, it's it's important to keep historical artifacts going especially in a theme park considering you know how things change and you know it's something that like the video game industry as an example is trying to experience right now how do you preserve your history when you have so much change going on um and you know just ripping out stuff isn't is not the answer but you know that's the interior you know you're still paying 20 15 whatever thousand dollars to go in there but when you start you know affecting uh, the day-to-day guests, where they look up and they see these ugly windows or exteriors or fixtures or closed areas like the Court of Angels. I think that's the real big problem. Yeah. I mean, I think at the end of the day, if it really looks that bad, it's only a matter of time before somebody fixes it. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Disneyland is very good about making sure everything looks right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, if you know if they just opened it and like it looks a little off, somebody will do something to make it at I least so. sit in a little bit better. Especially that you know they get a bazillion complaints of all the wackadoos that go all the time. Totally. Thank you, Andy Castro. <laughs> yeah, right? Oh, so, Jesus. So, Mike, what do you think? You go to Bourbon Street all the time. Uh, that window's uh, an abortion. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I have to say. I agree, though. <laughs> the only thing people currently complain about is the public area. Yeah, um, I think so. So and then there was really no call to mess up the public area. I don't know why they couldn't just do the extra effort to make it blend in and do it right. But you know, that's what you should expect from them these days. Mike hasn't been to Disneyland, so he doesn't understand. Well, that's very care. sad. That's very feels. sad. It's so cute. It's so perfect. I just saw so it. <laughs> um. So let's go on next food. Let's talk about some food. Uh, the food and wine menus were introduced uh, this today. morning. This morning, another, I think you guys wah, may wah. have some opinions on it. I do. I actually haven't had time to like have a Twitter rampage like I planned to, <laughs> uh, because a, a world market opened up in our in the next town over. So we spent the day <laughs> shopping, and uh, and now I'm uh, getting drunk, so I can't really like tweet when I'm drunk. You know, not a good idea. But we podcast when we're drunk, so we understand. 
Well, yeah, I can only podcast while I'm drinking, to be perfectly honest. But um, yeah, the f- food menus came out this morning. Uh, it seemed a little early to me. Like normally, it c- I always thought they come out a little later, like August. Really? Mm-hmm. No, I th- I think it seems a right. little early. Regardless, well, there is only, I counted, I think there's only five vegetarian, savory vegetarian items. No, we are vegetarians for everyone who doesn't know. Yeah, and uh, very opinionated vegetarians as if there are any other kind. Yes, but the food and wine over the years has gotten better and better and better, better for us. Better and better. And now it just took like a four nose steps dive, back. Nosedive this year. Horrible, horrible. They got rid of the good things. Yeah. They left something that's awful. Yeah. Which is the veggie haggis. They got Ugh. rid of the paneer pocket from Ugh. Africa, which is amazing. I'm furious about they that. They got rid of the Zeppi Conky. The Speedy Conky. Zeppi Conky from Poland. Do, is a Poland booth even there anymore? I think yeah. so. It yeah, it just has some meat fest. Kibasi and pierogi, sauerkraut. It's all meat. Yeah, meat, it's meat, 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 meat. So, yeah, so it's like a total meat fest. And then there's like a handful of desserts. That And the desserts, they're like kind of whatever. It's for the first time that Mexico does not have flan in the it last, does. like, They don't have 15, flan? And for, like, and for, like, 15 years, it's been flan. Holy wow. shit, they don't have flan. No, they got some other Shrimp some other taco, thing. ribeye taco, sweet corn cheesecake. There you go. Because when I think Mexico, I think cheesecake. Yes. I'm sure it's going to be terrible. Oh. oh, Lord. Yeah. So, I mean, we're a little sad about it, mostly because we can't really eat anything. <laughs> Ugh, Except I'm, for veggie haggis. How much did they go up on the price? You know, I didn't even notice. Uh, the, I've, I always, know the I've always considered out. the prices relatively, uh, I don't know, not a value, but not offensive either. I'm you looking know? on yeah. um, WW Magic, and I don't see any prices at the yeah, right now. I don't yeah, think the prices come out until the actual booths and the menus appear, which is right before the festival starts right. you yeah know? it's very hard for us we do hear and that's funny i think the first time we kind of heard locally folks bitching about the prices is when we were at food and wine with kind of local folks yeah I and think it kind of caught us off guard but if you i guess if you think about it it makes sense but we're on vacation when we're there right for us as on like vacationers those prices don't seem like anything especially like coming just, from like we live in a very expensive you town, know we live yeah. in the new york city area it's just expensive in general so right. like those don't seem to phase me well, we just char- not I mean, that they're cheap. I'm not saying that they're cheap or anything, but yeah. But we're just charging everything on one thing and then paying off like a, I don't even you know two thousand dollar like food slash crap bill. Yeah. So like at the end of the day, I don't really notice how much you know that that if that four dollar cupcake was really worth four dollars or whatever. So uh, the craft beer pavilion, yeah, the best one. There's a yeah. There they looks. Uh, I didn't get a good view uh, of the menu. What what's on there? They got Sierra Nevada Killer Vice. They have a uh, Dogfish Head Pumpkin Ale. Okay. Shiner. Hey Mike, they had they got a Beta. Purple Haze. Cool. Which uh, which Purple Shiner really. is it? Which it, Shiner? Uh, is the it? Wild Hair Pale Ale. Ooh, I've never tried that. Neither have I. Uh, they got Goose Island Three One Two. Delish. My problem, though, is that, like, I'm a purist when it comes to Goose Island. Yeah. So I'm going to Chicago this weekend, and I'm going to go yeah. to the brew pub in Wrigleyville. Yeah. And they brew it there. So when uh, I, whenever I pick up 312 and I see bottled in New York, no yeah. offense to New York, but that is the Chicago area code, I'm just like, oh. Well, um, I get the the only time I've ever had it, actually, the 312, is at um, the Tambu Lounge at the Polynesian. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I don't see a lot of I don't see a lot of Goose Island around here in general. You know, I see it sometimes, but not too too often. Goose Island is a rare thing. I, I definitely three one two has the best 
back in the day, I don't know about now, has definitely has the best uh, tap handle, which is the phone receiver. Oh, fun. Yeah, that's, that's pretty good. Uh, Florida huh. Beer Company has a sh- Sunshine State Pills. Mm-hmm. Uh, Florida Beer Company is also people bad. who do uh, Hogshead and all the Duff stuff. Duff. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Um, I remember that was on your podcast that people yeah. thought it was uh, uh, Budweiser. No, it's actually See, I knew Florida it wasn't. Beer Company. I knew it wasn't Budweiser, though. I actually, yeah. we can get into that later. But Yeah, yeah. let's do it. I'll, I'll make a note about that. Uh, Magic Cat has Dream Machine IPL, which is an India Pale Lager. Which is actually pretty, pretty good. Uh, Terrapin has rye pale ale, and then you have a few beer flights. So that's not a bad collection. I still think mm-hmm. they should bring some Southern Tier down, but that's just my personal bias for Southern Tier. Well, um, it's kind of the the bigger name craft beers too. Yeah, you got your Goose Island, Abita, Shiner, yeah. Dogfish, Sierra Nevada. I'd I'd like to I, see like more. You know your local things that you've never heard of. From there's got to be like good breweries down in Central Florida. They could just what, have like a Cigar Central City. Florida. Hello, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Cigar City, or there's the exactly. Orlando Brewing. Yeah, um, Orlando Brewery Brewery's great. Cigar City though is he- head and shoulders above everyone else down there anyway. Yeah, know? they got the Jolly Holly. <laughs> They're amazing. I love it. The, the I love that. Medo- I live for that. Medoro. That was a good beer. What's the IPA they do? Like the Holly Ellie or whatever. Yeah, the, the one with the little Hi-Li. sucker dude. I pronounce it's pronounced it, Hi-Li. Hi-Li. I pronounce yes. it Jolly Holly yeah. for some odd reason. Which is I amazing. At... I think they should do a uh, that was a another good like an imper maybe an imperial IPA oh, shit, that Jolly Holly. Good. That'd be good. But yeah, the, the highlights uh, <laughs> highlights one of the one of the best beers I've ever had actually. So uh, just not to get you guys back on Universal Property really quick, but the Holly uh-huh. um, is available at Cabana Bay on tap yes. at the Swivel yeah. Lounge. Nice. And it's four dollars a pint during That's happy hour. That's amazing. And it, their I happy let, hour is like ten p.m. to close. I have to tell. Uh, I actually remember reading that actually, yeah. but I have to tell Keith that because they're going to be at Universal in a couple weeks. Yeah, nice. tell, tell him that because Keith, Keith, and Jamie love Cigar City, and I think they're sl- that actually might work out well for them because they're flying in and s- just sleeping there. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. so that might work out. They're staying well at them. Cabana. No, they're staying at I. Uh, Royal Pacific, but they could, okay. you know, they could walk over. Ooh, Royal Pacific, so good. Royal yeah. Pacific's my favorite. I love, love it. it. I love Royal Pacific. I stay there in June. It's the so best. That, that was definitely the highlight of you. We'll talk about that later. Okay. Yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Anyway, uh, moving on. <laughs> um, new Italian place at Boardwalk. A Trattorino El Forno. Because oh. the one thing Disney needs more is Italian restaurants. Uh-huh. I I've always said this. What we need more of is baked cheese and pasta. Clearly, mm-hmm. I, I need more of that. I think the if this place is similar to Via Napoli without having to go in Epcot, I'm okay with it. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we'll see. I don't think it's. I like Via Napoli a lot. Okay. Yes, I do, I do too. Uh, I, 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 I do like it a lot. I think the atmosphere is good. The pizza is definitely worthwhile. You know, good atmosphere. I just like it. But I don't think we need another one steps away mm-hmm. you know what i mean they're so close to each other for crying out loud doesn't everyone have enough olive gardens and macaroni grills around Thank to you. satiate hello. their need for italian food hello we I mean, need more we need more diverse ethnic food for crying out loud that was the one good thing that cuisine had going for it is that it was greek food and there are no greek restaurants at disney world exactly yes. That and was wonderful. And there's four, uh, like, quote-unquote Italian places in that area. you got Mama Melrose, you got this place, yeah. then you have Via Napoli, and then Tutagusto. And mm-hmm. Il Molino. And Il Molino. At, 
Exactly. Yes. There's way too many. It's ridiculous. They really should have just did like a burger bar or something simple. That would have been good too. Like just a, like a high class kind of burger place or something of that nature. Yeah, something, something that or like something that just takes like makes fancy twists on like Broadwalk. Broadwalk I can't say that word. Boardwalk. Broadwalk food. Broadwalk. Like fair food. Yeah. You know? That would be cool. So basically yeah. an elephant ear restaurant. I think that's that all we need right now. That would be pretty awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I, th- I think this is preposterous. And like the description of the menu is just like so demeaning to like anybody who has half a brain, you know? Like it yes. just seems like such a generic, phony, baloney Italian menu. Yes. You know, seasonal risotto. Oh, go screw your life. I know who's going to call it classy. Who, Jamie? <laughs> no. Oh, D- Disney food blog? Maybe. They're definitely going to call it classy. They're Don't gonna, get they're me gonna wrong. They're going to call it well, magical and probably Don't get me wrong. colorful. And I'm sure there will be exclamation points forever. Don't get me wrong. I think <laughs> I think AJ is an absolute doll. Yeah, I, we love I have AJ. nothing against her. She's an absolute doll. But, like, watch those damn exclamation points, girl. Yeah, it, she loves them. It'll all depend on how the ketchup comes. With <laughs> oh, <laughs> stop it. Stop it with that ketchup. Post. I can't. I can't. I can't even I just it. love AJ. I'll, I kind of love her. That was the best post. That was, it was she... kind of brilliant. It was, like, postmodern, like – Brilliant! It was so sarcastic and awesome. It's yes. one of those but things it, that you can't tell if she's like really making fun of herself a little bit there, you or if she's tell. like doing it on serious. Well, she's she writes a food blog, but then she'll go somewhere and she's like, okay, it has this this counter service for whatever it has this specialty whatever sandwich that does this crazy stuff on it. I'm gonna get, the, but I don't like mushrooms, so I'm gonna get the chicken. There was fingers. one post where she was at Gasparilla Grill at. The Grand Floridian, uh-uh. and there was like I could see three or four different items that you could not get anywhere else on property. Right? This was years ago. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, some kind of special lobster roll. It's something or other. Nothing that I had an interest in as a vegetarian. But then she ended up ordering like chicken fingers and French fries. She reviewed the French fries. <laughs> she reviewed the French fries. The same. Like why didn't you get French fries? Why didn't you order something that's not on anyone else's menu? She seriously was like. And the, the chicken fingers had a crispy, crispy, exterior. flavorful exterior <laughs> with just the right amount of juice. Uh, uh. <laughs> You're disgusting. Oh, I love AJ. <laughs> I do love her. What's actually funny, a, such a doll. we lived in the same exact neighborhood for a while. In Staten Island. Who lives in places. Staten Island? Seriously, the weirdest thing in the world. That's wow. bizarre. Yes, and we both lived in the ghetto, which made it even funnier. I do love that. <laughs> So, all right, we're getting let's, off. Topic. Let's get off AJ. We do love AJ. Okay. AJ is good. Disney food blog, I like. Just more food, less exclamation points. Uh, Harambe Nights is officially sold out now. Harambe oh, Nights. That's awesome. So, yeah. Have you guys done that yet? Um, we have not done it. No. It was, I mean, it's only been the last like month or so, right? Uh, like two months. I haven't done it yet either. So I'm just. No, it had started, I think it started yeah. uh, just mo- just a few weeks after we left. We were last there in May. Yeah, we don't go near Disney World between no. May, halfway through May and. We do May and October. Fall. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah. 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 yeah that's sold out. I'm just, my, my problem with it, it sounds yeah. good, but the problem is I'm just worried that Disney's way too obsessed with this party situation where everything has to be a party and you well, yeah. as, long as, it's, as long as it's after park hours you know what i mean as yeah. long as it's after park hours i have no problem with it yep. as soon as they start cutting park hours to do them then i really well do it does get a little annoying when there's like 17 not so scares 
Although I love, 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 love Nasuskiri. Yeah. I, I think reading reviews of uh, Harambe Nights, I'm kind of into the idea. Yeah. I mean, you it, know, it's but, a special show that you can't watch anywhere else. Unlimited drinks. Un- is, is that right? Yeah. I mean, that yes. was one information I didn't yes. have. So that's great. You know, I mean, I could get $150 worth well, of drinks. Well, they clearly no put effort into this one. Because there's things like the Illuminations dessert disaster. Yeah, exactly. That's like literally embarrassing. Yeah. So I also like, heard Harambe Nights has like the Jiko people doing food there. They do. The Sanaa Jiko. The Sanaa oh, Sana people. I'm sorry. I think it's more Sanaa. Sanaa right. Sana Boma, I think. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. Boma, whatever Very about Boma. Boma. Yeah. But I'm fine with that. Jiko, I wasn't a fan of last time I, I went there. Oh, I never have a problem with Jiko, but but compared to Sanaa, it's like, what am I paying for? Yeah, yeah. you know, Sanaa is so perfect. I haven't been to Sanaa yet. That's my next trip. I'm doing. Oh my uh, gosh, what are I'm you doing? Sanaa. I'm skipping Jiko. We're doing Sanaa, and we're doing uh, Citricos again because I went oh, to nice. Citricos, and that was probably the highlight meal of my last trip. That's great because we've never been to Citricos, but we do have a reservation for Citricos in October. And Narcosis. And Narcosis. And Narcosis. Yeah. I think yep. you're, you guys are going to really like Citricos because well, they have a really good wine selection. I'm very excited. We don't drink wine. I don't okay. do wine. Never mind. I'm then. exclusively <laughs> yeah. a beer drinker. Okay. But, um, but we are staying at the Grand Floridian for three nights at the beginning of our trip, so that's why we're doing that. Yeah, we, we'd like to go all in. Yeah. We, yeah, originally, had, we originally had Coronado and Meyer Grill. Yeah, exactly. And then we wow. that. But we but we hated that idea. So yeah, we that, that sounds like a really bad idea. That's how. Well, we're we're just trying to. We added days onto our trip and decided that we should instead of doing Animal Kingdom Lodge the whole time, we would do a couple of extra days somewhere else just yeah. to bang out resorts that we normally wouldn't stay at. But exactly. then Coronado just seemed a little sad. So fair enough. Coronado's yeah. terrible. Don't stay there. Yeah, I've been there. Andrew is not. Good I mean, I've been there. I visited. I've never stayed. I mean, there. one day we're gonna have to stay at the All Stars. No, we're not. No, we, we are um, not. We stayed at the Dolphin for my for our honeymoon, and we added a day um, at Coronado one night so we could go to Candy Space Center. We taked on a day at Candy Space Center to our honeymoon, uh, and that was no. I will never stay at Coronado <laughs> again. Yeah, you're, no. the fir- I, you're the first. I I've, liked I've it, heard saying that, but I had not been there in many, many, many years. Like we, I, I love the pool. when I first started going before New Andrew. The pool was awesome. Like you would love the pool. Like seriously, oh, it's, it's beautiful. It's, it's an awesome slide, awesome pool, but it is so big. It is just sprawling, and yeah, and it's yeah, yeah. a lake in the middle, and you have to walk all the way around the lake to get to the main building, and it's just. And we were clear across the lake from well, it, we, so that might be we, one of the things. Yeah, we would. Uh, me and my sister would always ask for rooms near the front. Yeah. That always helps. Yeah, we just kind of were like, oh, we're just adding all night, so let's just get whatever because, you know, whatever. And that was the only place we could get a room because this was like in the middle of July. Like, we got married July 9th, so this was like the second week of July that we were there. So it was just everything was full, basically, except for there. Yeah. Yeah, one day we'll stay there. One day, but not this trip. It'll happen. Yes. Uh, Let's... Jump rock. Let's go through this stuff real quick. Uh, last thing about news, I guess. Uh, Epcot Spicer Table is offering a pass holder discount because no one wants to eat there. Yes. 30% off discount. It should. Yeah, it, it just seems like a really bad restaurant. Yeah, Disney just hates their pass holders, clearly. Yeah, yeah. They want to they kill them all with bad tapas. I have no interest at all. Zero. It, that's the most disappointing mm-hmm. and depressing and horrifying thing I've ever seen. It just it doesn't seem right. It just 
it seems so bland and not interesting and just boring. I just I don't know how you could have a tapas place and only have like twelve items on the menu. Blows my mind. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, it's just kind of sad that they cut all the annual pass holder discounts for so long, and then they're like, "Here's thirty percent off to the worst restaurant on property." Right. Yeah. Yeah, I just don't. I just can't believe that any pass holder does not also have tables in Wonderland. Right. That's true. Exactly. That just makes my brain. If you don't, you're doing it wrong. But totally wrong. Like if you're doing sit downs at all, to the point that you would go to. I mean, I could see if you're not a sit down person, which there are people who do not, and that's fine. Yep. (laughs) Because I do enjoy the counter services kind of better than I do the 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 sit downs. But why would you all of a sudden do spice room table randomly? Exactly. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, if you were only doing one a trip. Just to do 30, save 30%, that just seems silly. Yep. Exactly. So, uh, Adam, Andrew, uh, what are your thoughts on the Frozen at Hollywood Studios and possibly Maelstrom? Just throwing that out there right now. <laughs> you need another Holly- beer? <laughs> uh, I'm still good right now. but um, <laughs> That was me. Okay. Hollywood Studios is a there's shit, no, shit show. Yeah, but there's no way to like make Hollywood Studios worse. So a Frozen <laughs> overlay is just... <laughs> It's a lateral move. It's just shit on top of shit on top of shit. Yeah. I, like, All right. Like, it's kind of the same park. concept as shit on shelves. It's the worst but. park. It's the worst park in the entire world. So uh, doing a frozen overlay is not doing it any harm. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, it really looks terrible. It looks, I mean, it, it looked terrible to begin with, but it really looks terrible now. It looks now. Horrible. now with the hat and then that weird like icicle stage I'm to the right that. and like, oh my God. When I went in June, they didn't have the icicle stage. They just had the regular stage. So they had right. the ugly ass hat that makes no sense. And then they had the ugly ass stage with like all the vinyl banners on it showing like yeah. repeats of like what times you can see whatever shows. And then the Phineas and Ferb Star Wars special promo video. Right. It was just terrible. Oh, that was just I think Hollywood Studios uh, is the worst Disney park in the United States. Uh, at least in the United States, because I haven't been to uh, the Walt Disney Studio Park in uh, in Paris. Paris, yeah, yeah but, I, but, I, but I but I actually <laughs> assume that I would like that one better because well, it has anim, uh, Animagique or whatever. Yeah, yeah I mean, yeah, I've been there. I love. When I was there, it was like half the park that it is now. Right, exactly, so, and hope. now it has Ratatouille, which looks amazing. Yeah, amazing. Um. I would love that, but uh, yeah, as far show. as as far as Norway goes, I don't think it's that's happening. not going to happen. I don't think it's happening. If it does happen, uh, I am going to take a hiatus from Twitter because <laughs> I don't think anyone wants to feel the wrath that is a truly disgruntled Disney hipster Andrew. No, I don't think anyone wants to see that. I like, really just. Like, do you yeah. mean just the attraction? And holy crap, my window's open. I'm, I'm pulling no, Sean if, here so you can hear all the alarms out there. Like, do you mean just replacing uh, Maelstrom or do you mean, like, replacing no, the whole land? If, if what you mentioned, because you mentioned earlier possible, like, bulldozer situation, right? Yeah. If that happens, I will now visit Mexico and then double back and go the retarded way around World <laughs> Showcase, okay, to China – and then double back around. I will never cross through that pavilion. Mark, But what are they going to do? Are they going to really make a frozen pavilion? No, I don't think they will. But if they They're do... They're not going to. There's no If they do, way. I'm not ever walking even past... I will never walk well, past it. I will preserve it in my mind. 
in the pristine situation that it is in now. It, it's not going to happen. I the biggest, so, the yeah. biggest reason, like even just considering like replacing Maelstrom with a Frozen attraction, will never happen because they can't handle the they can't handle the Where Maelstrom. Where would the line cube. go? Where would the line go? Yeah, exactly. So they know that there. It's already a, like a log jam back there to begin with. They make all their money off alcohol. It would serve them no, no, no benefit to having that back there. I agree. None. They're gonna if they're gonna put it anywhere, they're gonna put it somewhere to draw people. Hence, why it's the Frozen shit show is at Hollywood Studios. Exactly. Awesome. Yeah, I mean that's that's my thoughts on it. That's just not, you know, logically smart. Nick, do you have any thoughts? It's stupid, but I think it'll happen. <laughs> Mike. As he mutes himself, Mike. What's up? Uh, <laughs> uh, frozen thoughts. Oh, really? Frozen is a terrible movie. It's really overrated. And Thank you. Thank you. I love you. You're I think we've said this multiple times. It's so overrated. It really is Although, such an overrated movie. It's no, gone. I like it. it's, it's, it's just it, not There's nothing. Good. Nothing happens. There's no, no it's plot. Hor- well, it's, it's no better than Tangled. No, it's it's it's, it's about equal as Tangled and way worse than Princess and the Frog, like way which worse. we love. Not no, even no, close. No, no, no. No, Princess the Frog is very good. Princess and the Frog is better. Rapunzel. What? No. I think that most people, I don't know. No, Tangled. Well, whatever. Rapunzel, Tangled, whatever. (laughs) They got to market it to boys or whatever. Princess and the Frog is one of the best movies made in the last 10 years. It's a kitschy fun name. Look at what they've made in the last 10 years. You compare it to Home on the Range, man. Uh, Home on the Range. (laughs) Home on the Range is the best movie made in the last 10 years. Thank you very much. They have Roseanne playing a cow. We have the- and Dame, Dame. Dame Judi Dench. Dame Judi Dench. Hello. And, and Jennifer Tilly. So Jennifer Thank you. Tilly. This is, Home on the Range is one of the best movies and I've ever Cuba seen in my Cuba Gooding Jr. As a, as, a fun, as a spunky, funky horse. A spunk, Thank you. A, a spunky horse in a Disney I movie. I can watch it again. I haven't watched it. It is the so best. Good. It's so good. You've got it at the Blu-ray. Look for, in all seriousness. It's beautiful. It's Blu-ray, the, uh, for real? Yeah, it's, yeah, it's a beautiful It's transfer. a beautiful Blu-ray. <laughs> it really is. Look for the uh, overt, like, Mary Blair stylization, actually. It's actually it's a, beautiful a great movie. film. It is totally mocked. I'm watching it's it totally tonight. Great. I'm going to well, watch it Well, it's because tonight. you have, like, Treasure Planet and... Treasure um, Planet. And Atlantis before it, which, which kind are of horrible, like, which are like kind of whatever. Oh, I mean, no. I kind of like them too, but their style is a little weird. So yeah. people just kind of by that point were so done with Disney, but that there's nothing that but Home on the Range, Range is could have very done. stylized and very very different, and has great songs. Oh, wonderful great songs. songs! Wonderful songs. <laughs> that is I actually, like Bolt. I love. I loved Bolt. Bolt. We love too. We lo- I love Bolt. Bolt. Andrew I love Bolt. Bolt. I, Bolt is one of my absolute favorites. Yes. I, I just Bolt. think it's great. Bolt is great. I mean, they've done a lot of good Meet stuff. the Robinsons is great. There was a mini, yeah. there was a mini like startup to this current renaissance that no one ever talks about. But I, I yeah. honestly think that. Bolt and Meet the Robinsons, uh, Princess and the Frog, they're all such wonderful movies. All four of those movies are better than Frozen. Oh, I think so too. 100%. Like just a better film. Yeah, I'm over Frozen. I just hate that they in Frozen they won't let Elsa be the villain because she's she should be the villain. Like she should just be the villain, and they won't just let her be the villain because she's a queen princess or whatever that they can sell. And I just that killed it. But anyway, I mean, it would have made for a more interesting movie. But I I do appreciate 
the like sisterly love aspect of it. And it's like empowering for young girls, you know, to not rely on a, like a guy. I think that's, that's very empowering. And I do love that part of it, but I just think it's a weak, like story and weak movie in general, you know? Yeah. And one, one really, really, really great thing came out of it, which is Adele Adele Dazeem. Yes. (laughs) That's the only good thing that came out of that movie. Seriously. Fair enough. The star power of Adele. Dezine. The wickedly talented, <laughs> wickedly talented one and only <laughs> Adele Dazim. We see what you did there. Um, <laughs> real quick, uh, heading on over to Universal. Real quick, uh, according to Mr. Parkscope Sean, they've released the uh, I believe the building permits for Project Three Forty, which is going to be the King Kong attraction and Islands of Adventure. They did. Yes. Now what is this? Okay, so um, this is going to be really cool, I think. It's going to be a combination of the great movie ride, kind of like a giant two-tram style attraction, and there's going to be a tour guide, and it's going to have audio animatronics, and in the background, like to, to provide depth, there will be some sort of screens, but it won't, it'll be farther back. Wait, 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 wait. Wait, 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 hold up. Hold yes. on. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Hold on right one now. second. Universal Studios is making an attraction with screens in it. Yes, who'd have thought? No. no. Surprise, right? Yeah, so, such a surprise. Wait, but, at real practical sets? Yes. And seamlessly interwoven with screens? Yes. Supposed to. Who'd yep. have thought? <laughs> they really, they are a one-trick pony. they got to get over themselves. Well, here's the thing, though. It seems to be a lot more – everything's going to be – seems to have audio animatronics and stuff in the front. And then there's going to be deeper stuff with screens or whatever in the background to provide that, the whole entire idea of it being an island as opposed to just like a soundstage, if that makes sense. Yeah. Oh, like an island. Yeah, I mean, I liked the weird little like tram one where he would come up and grab it and shake you and do that whole that yeah. whole nine closed. That was kind of rad. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I'm kind of – I mean, it sounds pretty fun. Yeah, so and it's in, it seems to be a, a a tamer attraction compared to like Spider Man or Transformers. Yeah, those things are just nausea fests for me. I just can't. <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, if you have a problem with um, screens or anything of that nature, that is a problem. Yeah, but, I just found that I found that to be cold at the end of the day. Like from from like, and I'm 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 an engineer by trade, so the engineering part of it is really neat. Like they do really impressive shit, but it's just cold. Yeah. I don't like yeah. at the end of the day. That's really how I feel about all that stuff. Like it's really, really cool the first time, but like I don't get the warm and fuzzies like I do on Peter Pan's flight. That's basically just a bunch of like plywood cut out mermaids or ET or the it's wonderful just, ET. Yes, it just depends on what you have an emotional connection to. Like I, I grew up when Spider Man was on TV when I was little watching it. So I kind of have a connection to those characters and seeing basically those versions of the characters in that ride that yeah. kinda, it resonates. with with me so i mean i I have that connection with spider-man it just depends on what you have a connection with really yeah yeah i I just i like i'm very i don't know i like textures and solid things Mm -hmm. so screens really do not do it for me and it's not that i don't mind them like here and there but if they just overdo it it's just too much like every i mean really it's like what spider-man transformers it's despicable me shrek the potter attractions yeah simpsons Simpsons, which is the most nauseating thing in the world. Yeah, Simpsons um, is not the great. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, it's just nah. like it's it's not like one or two is cool, but it really just gets old, you know. And that's kind of my. Got some great quotes in it, though. It's got an awesome no, it, script. The, 
Yeah, like it's funny and the 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 cue yeah. the the pre-show is awesome. Hilarious. It's almost worth worth standing in the line to watch did the you, pre-show. Did you guys see um the pre-show when they were talking about how it took over the um uh back to the, back future, to the future attraction? Uh, I don't remember. They had a they had a part where Doc Brown comes in the uh in the DeLorean, the DeLorean. and he's like I have to save the Future Institute for te- of Technology, which is what it used to be before. Uh-huh. And like Professor Fink gets in like the DeLorean and like runs over the person who was going to give the loan to Doc Brown to keep it open, so Krusty buys it from him. Oh my god. It, it's, it's it's pretty great and like it, oh it's it's really 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 yeah. good. And <laughs> yeah. then Doc Brown on his, his character in Meet and Greet now he has plans for to go back and remake the institute on his little bicycle that he rides around. There's like a little table with his plans to how to get the institute back on it. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, I mean it was a. I mean we like that area a lot, but that rides a little much. But I mean, just again, just too many screens. Yeah, I, I think my understanding is that it's going to be a lot of uh, practical stuff with a little bit of screens, and then there may be like. The uh, Kong 360 in Hollywood mm-hmm. may be like a minute of the attraction. So that's like a 360, like all around your tram kind of 3D thing, but that's about it. So it may be yeah. like build up through practical effects and then the really cool end ending and then that's it. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm cool as long as it's more practical than screens or if they just use like projections to enhance stuff, but... Yeah. Once like, it gets to a point where it's clearly your screen, I'm just I'm over it. I mean, that's why I mean Star Tours is the same for me. I just we never ever go on it because it's like yeah, wah wah. Like the queue is the Star best Tours. part of it. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so I mean, hopefully it's good. Yeah. So uh, let's move on real quick. Uh, let's talk about you guys for a second. Uh, yes. Let's do that. We always yes. love that. Yes, I know. <laughs> um, real quick, uh, like kind of like what's your kind of history as the Disney hipsters and like your start and stuff of that nature. How'd you get interested in things? Should I tell the story? Sure. Okay. Not so much that it's a story, but I've gotten used to like telling the story on any podcast that we might've been on. Yes. Um, so we moved from, so me and Adam have been going to Disney world as a couple for the last nine years. Uh, Adam had gone uh, previously before we, uh, you know, before we started going as adults or whatever, but not that anyway, seriously though. Yeah, exactly. We started going about nine years ago as a couple or whatever, and then three years ago we moved from New York City to the suburbs of New York, and uh, New I was Jersey. and into New Jersey, and I was uh, I was between jobs at the t- time uh, because obviously I had to leave my job in the city and I was going to get a job out here, and I had three weeks where. I literally had nothing to do. Yes. And uh, I said, shit, I love Disney World. I'm really, really bored. I'm going to start a Disney blog just for fun. And I told Adam, I said, hey, let's start this blog. So we registered DisneyHipsters.com and the YouTube page, et cetera, like every, everything we could have registered. Yeah. And uh, I started a blog thinking, honestly, that it was only going to last the three weeks that I wasn't working. Yeah. Right? And I... Uh, and uh, it kind of exploded really quickly. And we had uh, readers right off the bat and a uh, big following right off the bat. And uh, I couldn't just stop it at that point. You know, it was just uh, yeah. it got more important than I thought it was going to get for me personally, not for anyone else. Just uh, it started hitting home with me. Yeah. I mean, I think big part of it, too, is we're both really artsy. Mm-hmm. Like uh, we were both in bands and made music and made to art school, physical art right. and Whatever, and we were when we were living in New York. That's kind of what our lives were. 
Like right. we would work, but we did a lot of music e art stuff. Right. So when we moved, we kind of knew we wanted to leave that stuff behind a little bit. So we sort of focused our creative energies towards yeah. Disney, which we were kind of becoming big fans of for just going to the parks exactly. and watching the films, which and, we And loved. then about a uh, maybe about a year and a half after we started the blog, we started the uh, Disney Hipster podcast, which is our show. Yes. Yeah. And uh, then, then it kind of went out of control, you yes. know, crazy. And then we met our. Now I can't imagine my life without it, yeah. you know? Yeah. That's yeah, it. Literally. Really. Yeah, it's fun. Cool. Um, yeah. So I, I guess the next big thing I have to ask a little bit is that you're vegetarians. Uh-huh. Yes. Uh, kind of like, how does that deal with theme park food? That's- at Disney World, it's not a problem at all. Yeah, it's great. It it's used to be wonderful. terrible. So I'll tell you, like, I've been a vegetarian since I was 11, Andrew since... I was 12. Yeah, so so we're both a vegetarian for a very long time. Um, when I first started going to Disney World with my sister eh, about 11 years ago, and I had never been as a kid, um, there was literally nothing for me to eat. I would eat pizza and french fries the whole time. Right. Mm-hmm. And then slowly, I guess, vegetarianism kind of got more popular, and Disney started to sort of embrace it a little bit more people thinking about what they're eating more in general you know whether people are vegetarians or not people are more conscious about what they're eating yeah and i think people are eating more healthy things and okay to order like a vegetarian dish right you know and so disney it seems like for them started adding vegetarian stuff to almost every menu so now it's really easy for us there's very few menus where there's nothing for us to eat and that's kind of our rule if somebody doesn't have a vegetarian option we don't go there and honestly some of the best meals and i live in the restaurant capital of new jersey and some of the best food that i eat all year is at disney world which is nuts to think about but absolutely true not just sit downs counter service too and some of the worst and some of the worst don't get me wrong <laughs> don't get me wrong Disney's some of fun it's like pretty that. bad um yeah so i mean yeah it's pretty easy uh we had a harder time at universal much harder um it's just lots of pizza fair enough yeah like Too kind of pizza. bad like the veggie burgers in disney are pretty decent at least because they have the toppings bar but there, it's really like a garden burger thrown on a crappy bun kind of situation. Yeah, it was, it was more difficult. But we love – we went to Chop Chop. Which uh, we love. Which chop we love. Chop is amazing. Yeah, I'm we love, love, love Chop Chop. It's they, one of my favorite they meals They had very few had. vegetarian things, but the vegetarian things that we did get were, were perfect. great. Perfect. Not great. Perfect. Yeah, literally perfect. Delicious. Literally perfect. So we did enjoy that. So yeah, I mean we, we really – it's we have nothing but a great time eating there. And that's the thing. Uh, like – a lot of vegetarians, or not a lot, a lot of people in general rule out foods, you know, uh, like whether it's a certain type of ethnic food or a certain like vegetable that they don't like, whatever. We're very open vegetarians. Like the only thing I don't eat is animals. Yeah, there's a you lot of vegetarians I mean? that eat frank potatoes and cheese. Exactly. And like I'll eat anything <laughs> that I can eat. You yeah. know what I mean? I just love food as long as it doesn't have animals in it. Yeah. You know, so I'll eat any any type of food. Yeah, as long as there's any punks of animals in it. No, any animals. No, but you'll eat animal. You'll eat drink milk and stuff. Well, you won't drink milk. No, I won't. I'll eat dairy. I don't eat animals. So yeah, no dead animals. No dead animals. Okay. Um, (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to. uh, So many questions. We got a good question second coming up, so we'll kind of go through stuff real quick. uh, I, I know you guys did a podcast episode on Universal. Um, yes. Are there any other? I mean, for everyone who has not listened to it yet, just need talk. to listen. Pause this. 
go listen to the Disney Hipsters at Universal. I forget what episode number it was off the top of it's my head. It's very long-winded. It is, it is the most downloaded episode that we have. It's very long-winded. <laughs> there you it go. Must have been like, it must have been like – it must have been somewhere around episode 100. Yes. It's 103. Uh, 100, okay. Yeah, there you go. 103. So go listen to Disney Hipsters episode 103. Yeah, it's pretty uh, universal takes. I listened to it today, as a matter of fact. So. And we were very – I think we were very fair. Did you think we were fair? I think yeah. we were fair. Like, right, we I weren't, were like, overly fair. negative or something because we got so much shit You guys for that. would not believe the hate mail. <laughs> I the think... hate mail from both Disney fans and Universal fans. Yeah. The we Disney fans thought we were selling out because we were too positive. The Universal fans thought we were being assholes because – we said one or two negative things about Universal and weren't like sugarcoating the whole thing. I think it's because like, we hit it off on Mythos. Very few people. Universal fans us, really hold on to Mythos. They yeah. do. And yeah, Mythos Sean is loves garbage. Mythos. Mythos They're always is like, disgusting. Um, anytime, Mythos, anytime we talk to Universal fans, yeah, we went, they would be like, Mythos I'm is the sorry. best. The, it's rated the best theme park. I'm sorry. But like when you have a sign up front that says it's the no, best food in the park. That automatically turns me off. That is like uh, obviously the, the fact of the matter was the food was not very good. What we well, see, got, I don't, I don't know yeah, how it is for got. vegetarian. I like right. it for you know. We me, got I, right, but, and that's the thing. It's all relative, right? You know what I mean? For us, yeah. for us, the very few things we could order, what like exactly. one of the things was a pad thai. Okay. And, see, I'd never which, eat that. So which was, and I love pad thai. This was bad pad no, thai. But it wasn't. That it was bad. It was. The flavor profiles were – it was Applebee's. It was like It was, it was, it like, was, it was like Olive Garden, Applebee's, TJ oh, Friday's. Mm. It's that kind of food. Or at least that's everything we had was that kind of food. I just – it like just overly, wasn't – Like it tastes good because it has eight pounds of salt in it. It didn't float my boat. But that's the thing. We countered that, our horrible review of Mythos, with our raving review of Chop Chop. Chop. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how is that unfair? Exactly. If we were being unfair, we wouldn't say anything good. And Chop Chop's amazing. I Chop Chop is legitimate, legitimately amazing. And there's probably fantastic. other really good things there. We, I mean, we were only there for like a day and a half. So exactly. We, we were limited, and I had to have bad theme park pizza because that's just how I roll. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was very. It was very limited. You know, I had nothing but great things to say about Potter. I uh, adored Seuss Landing. Oh yes. Clear. I just think I just think it's adorable and so charming. We could loop and I, ET, and I actually love the studios park so yeah. much. I, I, I like your comparison, saying that it's like a non-ghetto version of Hollywood Studios. It's exactly <laughs> it right. That's exactly like right. we don't love all the attractions, but the the atmosphere no, is actually the quite atmosphere nice. is really great. Like if it wasn't for the roller coasters everywhere, that like kind of turns me off a little bit. Mm-hmm. But uh, everything else was just perfect. So can I ask you guys how is the uh, you guys that go to Universal a decent amount? I assume all a bit, of you. Yes. Uh, a bit. Yeah. Have you all eaten at the restaurants that are in Universal Studios proper? Uh, yes, a bit. I've been at some Maybe. of them. Yeah. yeah. Like the two, right, there's two counter services really what I'm speaking oh, about. Oh, in the Florida, the um, Flint, uh, Finnegan's and... Finnegan's. Uh, I forget what the other one is. Uh, it's Lombards. the one in... Uh, Lombards. 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 Yeah. Lombards. Are they good? Finnegan's... Lombards is... Lombards isn't that great... But Finnegan's is um, is pretty good. My thing okay. though is Finnegan's is a is a freaking Irish pub. So unless right. you get yeah. like, you know, fish and chips or chicken fingers or something like that, right. it's not that great. But like, it's got a bar. Like, I met up a bunch of Universal guys from Orlando United and everything, watching That's the World fun. Cup at um, Finnegan's, and we just and you know they, we had Guinnesses and some Strongbows and just drank yeah. there, and we That's didn't fun. have to wait, and that was and that was cool. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, I think I mean we we do got to swing back there for 
um, diagonally, at least for a couple hours during our fall trip. So. Yeah, we're wondering what we're going to eat. Yeah, so I'm like okay. trying to find something new just to try so something. So we have some recommendations. You can, yeah. you can try um, Confisco's. I've, I've only ate there once, but they had really good flatbirds when yeah, I ate there. At- Confisco's. Where is that? Where is that? It's at Islands. It's the other sit down at Islands of Adventure. There's another sit down. That's the thing. I didn't know where the other one was. I didn't even know there was another one. It's, it's in at the of end of Port of Entry. Really? Because yeah. I don't remember seeing that at all. If you hit, when you're entering Islands of Adventure and you're at the end of Port of Entry, it's right to the right. Okay. Like, all right. Extremely to the right. Because um, I know there's a bar. Right I know at there's the a end? bar at the end. Yeah, the end. backwater. It's attached to the bar. Okay. The okay. bar is attached That's to it. And the bar is called no backwater. So. Okay. All right. Maybe we'll try that. I'm not a huge fan of that, I'll be honest. Um, but what I really like is if you go to City Walk, there yeah. are two really good restaurants there. The first one is Antihitos. Yes, it looks amazing. Um, Nick, uh, I believe Jen hates guacamole. No, I hate guacamole. Oh, I do not. You do hate not guacamole. guacamole. I, I, Jennifer makes it at home from scratch, and I do not like it. Monster. I do not like guacamole. The Antihitos guacamole, I'll, I'll eat it anytime. It's amazing. And they have tableside guac service. So you order it, and they wheel up a cart, and the guy's like, hey, what, what do you want in your guacamole? And you pick what you want, and then they scoop the fre- everything out fresh, and they mash mm-hmm. it up in front of you, and then just give it to you. You can get anything you want. Any, can well, you get- I'm not sh- I don't know if it's anything you want, but it, it's like there's a bunch of stuff on the cart, like olives and all sorts of oh, so- stuff. It's not like sorry. you can't be like, I want some rainbow jimmies. In there's there. a, I'm yeah. sorry. There's <laughs> yeah, there's fireworks going yeah, off. The, the Montclair fireworks are going off right oh, now. For okay. some reason. It looks like Fair they enough. just ended. Fair enough. Yeah, they uh, have been putting off our 4th of July fireworks for a couple weeks, obviously. Okay. Apparently. And they decided to them tonight. That's bizarre. Anyway. Okay. So, I mean, that, I mean it, yeah, we'll look at the menus and try something else. Antihitos is really good. I hear um, Antihitos up. "Quote unquote," it's like mm. it, there's like two floors of the restaurant. Like the bottom floor is more of a kind mm-hmm. of I, tapas. Top. I wouldn't call it tapas. Mm. I would call it more like urban Mexican. Like they have a bunch of neon and graffiti, and then they it's have it's like if like eighties cafe vomited on a Mexican restaurant. No, it's basically. better than that. It's better than but that. that's what it. I mean, that's basically the vibe. It's like neon colors with. Neon lights and vibrant paint schemes. And, and think, but Mexican think, stylings. And then they have yeah. – the best part though is they had the mariachi bands. Playing Wrecking Ball. <laughs> yeah, playing Wrecking Ball, which is pretty great. That <laughs> uh, sounds awesome. Um, but Antihitos Up is the really good restaurant that has all the really good um, more entree specific. See, I've never ate Up. I would, try, I would try Up. I haven't, I haven't had Up either, but I hear it's better from Seth Kabirsky. So do Up. And the other restaurant I have to recommend is Vivo. Also in City Walk, um, mm-hmm. my parents went there. It's a brand new Italian restaurant. Just opened when we went there. It opened like June sixteenth or something. Yeah, and yeah. It's, it's it's really good and it's dirt cheap. Hmm. Like pasta dishes that are like fourteen bucks, and all the pasta is handmade, fresh there that day. Wow, that's great. They got like squidding pasta. They got um, they have razor clams. They have a bunch of really good stuff. Yeah, because they're going to eat, you know, the animals. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. It's okay. No, it's okay. No well, t- animals. Typically, if food is good, food should be good. Right. Everything. <laughs> that's, yeah. that's always my point with menu uh, restaurants is that you shouldn't put anything on your menu that isn't awesome. Yeah, exactly. but what I'm trying to say is that it's not just yeah. like, you know, clams and linguine. It's like razor clams. You know, it's a different kind uh-huh. of thing. So yeah. it's, it's really good. Um, 
I'm trying to think what else is good. I, I hear good things about the kitchen, but I'm not sure about the vegetarian menu side of things. And the kitchen is yeah. at Hard Rock. We were trying to decide if between have good Bob, and cheese. Bob Marley's and... Oh, Adam, shut up. They're not going <laughs> to understand that you're joking. And what? Hot Bob Dog Hall of Fame. And the uh, Margaritaville. Margaritaville. That's how we weren't sure. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. You should definitely go to the uh, NASCAR <laughs> Grill for Derek Bergen. And get is yes. that a real thing? That's a NASCAR real thing. Girl. NASCAR no, it's girl. not. They have, That's not real. It's a real it's thing. It's right there. I will get Derek Bergen. I'll text him right now to tell you that it's a real thing. And you can get uh, Fuelers, Phillip which Cup. is yeah. a giant. Uh, Shut like, up. No, the Fuelers are a giant like uh, gasoline size like thing of beer you can get. And they no it on way. it. Yes. Think no about, like, way. Uh, think about like the gas cans that they use NASCAR to fill up the cars. Yes. It, it's beer. shaped like that, and the neck of it is your straw for you to drink your beer out of. Stop it. If that's, that's a real thing, I'm getting it's awesome. There's it. A, it's there's, serious. Can you? What kind of beer do they have? Is it really ironically awesome? Should we go? It's I'm going. Kind of ironically awesome. The beer is like pretty mediocre. It's like you know the usual shit you get everywhere. <laughs> but, but you get a gallon of it. I mean, so. but yeah, it's a gallon I'm of it. Going. I mean, they have pretty crappy food, but I mean, they got pretzels and they got nachos and some other good stuff. It's like bar food, man. It's just like if you I go to know. your local bar, you know, they have cheese sticks. Us- Sometimes bar food can be yeah. awesome. I think I, you sold yeah. us on the NASCAR grill. You sold us on the NASCAR grill. I'm oh my God, what have we, what have we done, Nick? <laughs> it's like, done, man. You, you guys meant to turn us off to it, but you've actually like really turned us on to it. And I'm, I'm the NASCAR now. fan, man. So I'm I can't wait to go. I'll turn up- Dirk Derek Burton to tell you. Yeah, I yeah. cannot wait to go. Please get let him give us uh, his opinion. He'll love it. He'll just sell you on it. Also, um, the Emerald Restaurant in CityWalk. There's another yeah. Emerald Restaurant there that you should try out. Um, yeah, it's yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of. Now, now here's a question: Do you guys eat eggs? Yes. Sometimes. Well, it Sometimes. depends. Okay, Andrew so doesn't eat an egg. I don't eat if it's an egg. Like I don't egg. eat a standalone egg, but I will Ooh. eat a birthday cake okay, there, if it has an egg in it. <laughs> okay, there is so, a pro- yeah. there is a problem. I was just thinking is that and in Diagon Alley they have leaky cauldron. Right. And Leaky Cauldron has the plowman's platter, and they have a bunch of cheeses and salad mm-hmm. and bread. And they also have Scottish eggs. The only problem I realize is that they're wrapped that bacon. in sausage. Yeah, right. Which I just Ugh. realized was not. I was like, oh, you guys like egg? Oh, wait, never mind. <laughs> How do you wrap an egg in so- like, a, like a breakfast sausage? That's so, what it, what it is. So, does it look like Saturn? So here's what here's what it is is that it's just, they just take a hard boiled egg and then they wrap it a little bit in sausage, uh-huh. like around, not like Saturn. But um, they just kind of wrap it and then they lightly bread it and then they wait like uh, a like a thick ass piece of sausage they or like have a this, they have these at like Rose and Crown they yeah. have these at Rose and Crown yeah and then they um de- then they flash fry them real quick so it's nice and light but still <laughs> it, it's it's like a it's like a patty it's not like you know a giant uh, yeah. sausage but you it, know and then they cut the eggs and they're available and you got cheese and all sorts of good stuff Andrew might like um because you like pasta and cheese right. I love cheese. Okay, the the um at the kitchen at the Hard Rock, uh-huh. they have a macaroni and cheese there. It's just a big you order an order of macaroni and cheese. Uh-huh. Um, it is the best macaroni and cheese I've had as far as like in a restaurant or somewhere. And of course, it doesn't beat like my my aunt's, but it's it's right. really good macaroni and cheese. So oh, I would eat that in a second. That sounds delicious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hear that- good things about the kitchen. Just period. I have to. We'll, we'll have to. We're going to explore. You know, we did buy uh, annual passes. Yes. Universal. Yeah. Uh, so we we are going in October. 
although we are not staying overnight, we are going to visit at least for uh, like half a day and then probably another half a day sometime during our trip because mm-hmm. uh, we get a little bored, you know? We'll, we'll yeah, get bored enough. at Disney a little bit. At Disney World, we get bored. So we'll, we'll visit over there. We're, we're equal opportunity, you know? Because mm-hmm. we do love, we absolutely adore E.T., and we would uh, hate to miss E.T. on this trip. So we're going def- to definitely go do that. It's going to be different for us, though, as day guests, though. Because uh, last time, of course, we had, like, the front of line pass and this and no, that. And we'll be okay. Right on property. I think we'll be fine, too. Yeah. But uh, it's just uh, it's going to feel weird, you know, because we are privileged gentlemen in general. <laughs> you know, like, we feel like uh, I don't like to wait in lines, you know, at all. So yes. that's going to suck. There's a slight... Y'all go on the 1st of October? Uh, I think mid-October. Mid-October. Yeah. Just make sure if you can avoid a Halloween Horror Nights Day. Um, that's the thing. It's, if you go on a Halloween Horror Nights Day, if you go in the morning, you'll be fine. Right. But by about 1, 12, 30, 1 o'clock, people start that's coming exactly. who are going to Horror Nights, and it gets crowded and, and at, at that, about that time. Is so if Halloween you go, Horror Nights a hard-ticket event? Yes. yes. It is. And only in Universal Studios Florida. Okay. Can I ask that a part. really quick question about that? Sure. Has, have any of you guys done it? Mike has. I have not. I am a scaredy pants. I'm just We're curious if it's, soon, though. if it's terrible or not. No, it's I, a lot of fun. It, it looks fun, but it also looks terrible. Like when I've seen like like I've watched like, videos of people like they're going I'm going through the Walking Dead maze and they go through it and I'm like, really? That's some what that doesn't even look that scary. Anyway. Mike. That's because Walking Dead sucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it it's more of a like like you have the anticipation, I think, right, Mike, and you walk through it and then somebody jumps out at you and you're like, ah, oh you got me. And then you just it's like a regular haunted house type thing, right, Mike? I, I think the thing that does it for me is the complete transformation of Universal Studios from what you see during the day to what it looks like at night during horror nights. It's a completely different environment. And it's really impressive how they do it and how they do it so fast. And um, it's really high-quality stuff, top-notch work. Is it in you both know, parks or just the It's just at, It's just at the studios. Um, they did it at Islands maybe a couple years, like, like decade a decade ago. ago. Yeah. But they haven't yeah. done it anytime recently. And uh, They did that joint one that one year. Yeah, it's just hard logistically. It's a long distance between parks for that. And, mm-hmm. you know, Seuss is shut down, and now Marvel would probably be shut down, and Potter shut down. So it's just not feasible for them to have both parks open. Yeah. Um, in the future, something might change to make that happen. You know, they are running out of space if they expand in certain ways. But for me, the uh, the thing I get out of it, I'm not a big horror guy, but just the logistics of it and the quality and just, just the sheer just um, novelty of it. I, I mean, is it, I is it actually scary or not? Um, you know, I just... I was on guard the whole time, mm. so I wouldn't let myself get too scared too bad. Um, I was scared legitimately once where I just was totally caught off guard. A scare actor really was doing a really good job and was in a really good spot and got me really good. And that was really fun to get scared like that. Um, other times, it was my first time. Um, the weather was a factor where I was just kind of a little miserable with the rain. I don't like getting wet. Um, as most people who listen know, um, but yeah, it, it's there are some scary moments if, if you just go with the flow and have fun. All right, it's really cool. 
Yeah, I do. I kind of want to try it, but Andrew does not want to at all. No, I have no interest. Yeah, I'm we're making Joe it. do it. Oh, in September. Oh, I'm doing God. it for the first time, so that'll be interesting because I'm not a horror guy at all either. They're gonna strap a, gro- a GoPro on me and film it. Ugh. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Did Banks so. say we could do that? Uh, I'm. I don't know if we could actually mention that yet. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, that'll be interesting. Um, uh, I'm, I'm just trying to think of things real quick. Diagon Alley. Uh, I'm excited. I'm excited. You guys excited for that? We we are. Amazing. How much? Yeah, have, we're, how much you guys seen about that yet? Um, I'm kind of avoiding it. Yeah, okay, we. I mean, we know until we're going. We, so yeah, until we go in person, you know. Yeah, because yeah. I. Yeah, because everything else uh, was uh, Hogsmeade was very like surprising to both of us. Yeah, because we didn't want to see it ahead of time, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we knew, we knew like a little bit about it, but yeah, nothing no, too it crazy. was great. We're blown away. I can't wait. I'm sure. I'm sure it's just as great as Hogsmeade. Yeah, I, I mean, I, we were so we actually the part that we liked the least was the uh, the actual attraction. Yeah, uh, the the Potter attraction. Yeah, by far. So yeah, Forbidden it, Journey is kind of, lame. and then it kind of poured, so we didn't really get to look around. So I'm really most excited to go back and wander around and look at stuff and explore. So to be honest, like I kind of don't even care if we get on the attractions. Yeah, I don't care about the attractions so much. But I'm yeah, I'm excited to see and explore Diagon itself. Adam wants butterbeer ice cream, and I do, and the and frozen butterbeer again. I hear and, that the, the, just like every single ice cream they have there is amazing. And I'm the, sure. And and the hot are they going to have the hot butterbeer? That's no, uh, maybe they will in October. I hear it's, yeah. now, fall, it's going to be a, a fall-winter thing, so they may yes. have it. I'm sure. Why have it during the summer? That seems yeah. preposterous. It I is. agree. I agree. But, it's um, not a hot drink in the book or movies. Like, why? I don't who cares? Know. I think that's silly. Yeah. Who cares? One, one great thing I do have, two things I want to say about Diagonale, not to spoil you guys. Stupid bug. Uh, not to spoil it for you guys, is one is that it's way more, like, deep. Than yeah. Hogsmeade. Like, there's so many side alleys and nooks and crannies and windows to look at. Nice. You can just spend hours doing that. Second of all, they probably have the two best uh, live action shows in any theme park. Yeah. They I'm have Celestina Warbeck and then they have uh, the Wizarding Academy of Dramatic Arts. And they perform Ooh. Tales from Beetle the Bard. Yeah, that's what I'm most excited about. I said I knew nothing about. That one I'm very excited about. I can't wait. That's the one with the puppets, right? Yes, that's the one they're doing. I am they do so three excited. they do three brothers and they're gonna yes. start doing um The Fountain of Fair Fortune, I think in within a month they redid that show. Wow. And, and so all the puppets are done by uh, Michael Curry, the guy who did the Tapestry of Nation puppets and then Finding Nemo. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. That's so, fantastic. It's really cool. So that's really you guys should Yeah, you'll you'll have a good time. So I'm really looking forward to your review of that. Yeah, I can't um, wait. So uh, let's move into some questions real quick. Um, everyone can chime in uh, with their own answers. Uh, the first. Oh, thanks uh, for permission, Joe. Yes, I'm just, I'm just I'm just giving everyone permission, especially Mike, since you have not really chirped up too much this episode, sir. I'm ready to answer Orlando Informer's questions. Awesome. Okay. <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be a little bit later. Um, <laughs> Starting off, uh, the real Alex Show, uh, Alex Show official at Twitter says, "How do we know he's real?" I'm not sure. Uh, especially does he have a blue check mark? No, it does not. So I don't think he's real. <laughs> um, hopes for a comic on anything? Huh? Movies, TV, games, etc. I am looking forward to Jurassic World news. Anything? I'll take anything at this point. I'm just ready. Well, you're you're in New Orleans, so you should be knowing what's coming up soon. Yeah, you should be like over there at Jazzland. 
with I like, could have went to be an extra, but I was too busy that week. I'm really upset about that. Lame. Not cool. Yeah. You know, being an adult sucks. Hopes for Comic Con. Don't ever do it, guys. Um, yeah. Hopes for Comic Con. So, Jaws Attraction at Twitter no. asks us uh, the Parkscope meetup. Uh, that'll be, I believe, the 25th to the 30th of September. Possibly. They ask it will include a waiting for nine days for Gringotts. No, because it'll no. be at capacity by then. Um, nine minutes tops. Uh, so, hipsters. Yes. I believe you know this lady. Uh, <laughs> Meg Diz, 13. Megan S. Obviously. Yes. Uh, do you think Universal yes. is justified in raising the prices for tickets when rides with high capacity have 10 minute waits in the morning? AKA, uh, Hogwarts Express only has a 10 minutes wait. 10 minute wait in the morning. Uh-huh. It's the morning. It's supposed yeah. to have a 10 minute yeah, wait. Yeah, what's wrong with that? It's yeah, okay. no, I mean I mean I think I mean that was part of our episode. I think Universal kind of has balls charging more than Disney does. <laughs> no, not more, the same. Or the same even. It's obviously less of a product. Yeah. Um, but that's really my only issue. I mean, they're going to raise prices every year just cuz that's yeah. just how it is. Whatever. I don't have a huge Yeah, I don't I mean I don't care about them raising prices as much as I'm offended by the fact that the Magic Kingdom and Universal are the same price. Yeah. I mean, yeah. my thing though is that um, like people are looking at uh, Hogwarts Express saying, "Oh my God, it only has ten minute wait." Harry Potter's a failure. It's like, well, you guys aren't you know respecting the fact that you know Gringotts doesn't have that full capacity yet, and right. people want to wait for Gringotts, and you know you're judging it by like nine a.m. not later in the afternoon when people park up. All these, yeah. all these weird things. Yeah, but I mean, you, from a capacity point of view, if you want to think about how, you know, that people talk about the Potter attraction and how innovative and cool it is, Disney would love to do shit like that, but they could not do that. Because right. <laughs> they get so many more guests that, that having that low of a capacity would destroy that ride. Right. If that was in the Magic Kingdom, it would have a 15-hour uh, Gringotts or Hogwarts Express? Uh, not the other one. The, 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 the Forbidden Journey. All of them. All yeah. of them. Well, the and, that, and that goes for for Universal rides in general. Like they have super slow, like slow load times. Yeah, Hogwarts Express though does load a lot of people per day. Does it? Right. That, that I mean, is that is like a people eater though. I do. But that's the, that's the goal. Like you yeah. I'm not going to call like Little Mermaid a failure because it eats people. Exactly. I built it Thank to eat you. people. Yeah. They yeah. built it to say like I paid a hundred dollars to get in here for the yep. day. I want to go on ten or eleven attractions. I can't do that if everything has a three hour freaking wait. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So the fact that Little Mermaid has a ten-minute wait or no wait is not a bad thing. That's you know, no, the ideal. Exactly. It's not it's, at all. It's it's an omni mover. That's yeah. the point. But look how many people are riding it. That's the real question. Exactly. I could, I agree completely. That's the show of success or not. Nick, Mike. Hmm. <laughs> Thank you for your input. Uh, well, I I stepped out to get another beer. So okay, fair enough. More beer. Um. Uh. Idea of uh. Hogwarts Express not being popular because of the price increases or park hopping or whatever because you it has a 10 minute wait. You can't compare Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade. I mean, it's in a different park, different layout, different things happening. There's more to do in the studios than there are in islands. Um, there's more things that are newer there that is drawing people. The land's bigger. There's more things to explore in Diagon Alley. I mean, even Lynn Tessa said that he could spend six hours in Diagon Alley and not even touch scratch, scratch the surface and the details to look around at. And that's what Parter is about. It's about 
these people who are really big fans of this franchise getting to immerse themselves into an environment and enjoy things. So I, I don't think that just because Hogwarts Express has a short wait in the mornings, especially whenever nothing really has a long wait, except for Despicable Me and Rip Ride Rocket, that you know that's any indication about anything to do with it. I mean, I think you're when you look at like one o'clock and it's like a forty-five minute wait, that's more of an indication that well one that is putting through a lot more people than what we even thought it was going to um the capacity has not been the issue that people thought it was going to be um and i mean and from what we are hearing about crowd levels they are extremely high at universal right now they are really getting the clicks with people um selling more tickets and things that they than what they ever have before so i, I don't think that just because a one ride is showing a 10 minute wait that you can base anything off that it's it's one right yeah Yeah. i agree also for meg she wants to know what is your favorite ice cream from uh floridian fortish hues adam andrew we have no comment we haven't been yet um is this the one about what what one we want to try uh yeah she asks uh, also what ice cream are you excited about i don't want to know about them yeah adam tell the tell megan suck it yeah, Megan, go suck it. Go suck an egg, Megan. Okay, go suck an All egg. All of us can't spend 49 days Thank waiting you. for Potter to open. <laughs> Thank you. Miss Thang. <laughs> okay. I, I, I love you, Megan. I won't spoil uh, any of the other ice cream flavors, but I'm looking forward to more than just butterbeer ice cream. I'll tell you that much. I am too. I'm looking forward to... Uh, Which one? A, a creamy yeah. one. Was it a spoiler if it's in the book? No, it's not. I, I'm looking forward to the chocolate chili. That's not in the book. Yeah. I'm looking forward to clotted cream. That sounds pretty good, too. Mm. Chocolate and raspberry. Ooh, that sounds good. Um, From everyone's favorite friend, uh, Mike Dibba. Well, Mark Dibba? Mike Dibba? Dibba. Dibba. Mark Dibba. Mark Dibba. It rhymes with diva. That's the best way to remember it. There we go. Mark Dibba asks, what are our favorite top five... What are our top five favorite Dudley Do Right show scenes? I don't know. I've never been oh, on good the Lord. Ride. Um, I like what the is one Dudley Do Right? That's Rips Off Falls. Yeah. yeah, Rips Off Falls. Yeah. the entire thing is amazing. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> the whole thing. I don't remember. I just being terrified that. We're I doubt this, that so. Diva has ever been on this ride. He's too tall to ride this. I was ride. gonna say. He was... <laughs> I'm not kidding. I'm not joking. I don't know if he could fit in that. I boat. don't think he can fit in the uh, log. In the I'm more oh, in the that tunnel. Boat sucks. No, this guy, he's too tall to have ever been on it. I'm calling his bluff. Fair enough. That, that, no, I like the whole ride. I thought it was great. It was, it's a little ratchet, it's though. It's scary. Mm-hmm. But it that, is cute. It needs some... Um, you, know, you know the original... It needs some tender love and care. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it you, needs some investment. You yes. guys know the original concept for the ride? No idea. Good Lord. Yeah, I wish that would have happened. It was going to be a side-by-side tandem, like basically like four people aside on the logs. Uh-huh. And then as you go up the main lift, it's gonna hill, split. Exactly. No, the saw was gonna cut amazing. it in half. <laughs> like it, it was supposed to attack you and cut you in half, and then you would go down the lift hill. Oh my god, that would have been amazing. Unfortunately, that did not happen. Wow, that would have been amazing. It, that would have been awesome. Really cool uh, concept it, art too. The, those water rides really were our other highlight of Universal, it's, uh, and especially um, uh, Popeyes. Yes, Ludo's. I love it. Ludo's is the best. That's I've never been so wet in my whole life. I loved it. We had a blast on there. I've never laughed harder in my life. You must have hated it, Matt. It was amazing. Yeah. Theme Park Beer Drinker asks, what specialty beer do you crave at the parks? Duff. 
Duff. Got to be Duff. Specialty beer. I mean, I like Duff. Duff's pretty you good. Did, you didn't like Duff. No, I like Duff enough. I like Duff Dry more than either of them. I'm hearing good things about the stuff in Diagon Alley. The, yeah. the unique beers they have there is better than normal. What do they have? It's they better have, than the Hogshead? They have, they have a, um, I believe it's like an IPO, like a Hoppy Lager, which okay. I think is the Dragon Scale. Hoppy Lager doesn't make sense. No, I agree with you, but I'm just saying. No, that doesn't make sense. Is that a real thing? Yes. Because that, that shouldn't be, exist. It, it, I hear it, it's a lighter <laughs> beer that, that has, yeah, the Dragon Scale. And then they have another one, which is like a stout. It's a really dark... That. Like almost chocolate stout, right? Isn't that what I've heard? I wouldn't call it chocolate stout, but it's something a darker stout, and it's still by Wizards the Florida Brew. Beer Com- Wizards Brew. Okay, yeah, it's that's by what the Florida Beer Company. So, I mean, honestly, my favorite beer is Longboard at Cabana Bay, just because I like Longboard. But you know, that's just me. That's fair enough. Or the uh, Ali Ali or whatever. How you pronounce High it? Lie. Jolly High Lie, Holly, Jolly Holly, High Lie, High Lie. Highlight. Now, as far as like the, the name beers, I mean, really, the only thing I've had is the Hogshead Brew and Duff, and I prefer Duff. Yeah, yeah the, I wasn't I wasn't thrilled with any of them. Obviously, I tried everything I could. You know, I had all three Duff beers and the Hogshead. Well, I had to get all my uh, untapped check-ins. Hello, so, it was yeah. my. I thought it was maybe my only chance to get them, so I had to check them in. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Um, next up from uh, Dave Doubt, Illusion of Fine, Life. don't ask me, Joe. It's fine. Mike, what is it? You need to speak up. You're just being real quiet. <laughs> I'm all about the like, PBR Mike? at Galaxy Bowl, bro. PBR at Galaxy, bro? PBR. Oh. <laughs> 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 I still can't believe they have that. It's, it's so appropriate, though. P- and, Paps in the bowling alley, it's just, they just go together. And they That's serve it jam. in a bag, right? <laughs> all right. <laughs> Okay, uh, Illusion of Life asks, I still haven't received my uh, bribery check from Universal after my guest appearance on the show. Who should I contact? Uh, we will be in contact Sean soon. Sean.Huckle at Parkscope.com. <laughs> <laughs> from Tyler Moore, the Rev Tie on Twitter, what is the best themed environment that does not yet exist? In other words, what is begging to be creative? Created. <laughs> Lord of the Rings land. Lord of the Rings, obviously. There you go. It has to be Lord of the Rings. Andy? I mean, Adam. Sorry, not Andy. Uh, Adam. Oh, um, Adam. Sorry, um, my apologies. I would go with. Um, it, it, only because Andrew took Lord of the Rings. Uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Ah, uh, you and Disney. The 70s <laughs> version. Oh, yes. Well, Gene Any Wilder, version. of course. Yeah, Any that version. that that aesthetic specifically. And that would be great. You got to get Gene Wilder like 40 years younger, but it all works. Uh, Mike, Nick, what are you guys' thoughts? ABC is Nashville land. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. Jeez. <sighs> Nick. The listening um, world of PBR. <laughs> Gotham City. Uh, I don't know what else there can, they can do right now. That's what I'm trying to think. I'm like, Gotham um, Neverland. They could, do, they could do a Star Star Wars land. Yeah. They could do Star Trek. They could do think, Star yeah. Trek. Star Trek is harder, much harder. Yeah. If they did Lord of the Rings, it would literally be printing money. Yeah. Printing. Yeah, Lord of the Rings would work. It's like Potter. It would just be printing money. Oh, Lord of the Rings land. That's my dream. It would be awesome. The only problem is like the uh people who control that are just insane. Yes. So Walking they, Dead land. 
No, no, we're not doing Walk Walking Dead. Um, next question from from this little website I've heard of called Orlando Informer. Oh no, um, I still the think best it's theme a, park blogger in the nation. Yes, as voted by Best10.com, I still think it's a valid question. Did a seventeen percent increase in two-day park-to-park tickets affect Hogwarts Express ridership? No, no. Oh. Okay, great. Moving on, uh, from Bryman at Orlando United, who handles their booze better? I need a prep for Parkscope Weekend if I end up making it up. Uh, me. Joe, no doubt. There you drink most, so. Yeah, there you go. Um, from <laughs> my, favorite, my favorite Twitter handle ever, Gorilla Feces. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, that Jack Sparrow thing at Disney Hollywood Studios versus the Seas with Nemo and Friends. Oh, the seas What's with better? Nemo and friends. The seas. The seas with Holy Nemo shit! It's not for better. Remotely close. For better. Yes. That that Captain Sparrow thing is is uh, only slightly better than it, Poseidon's the, Fury. No, Poseidon's Fury is ironically Poseidon's amazing. Fury. Poseidon's Fury is actually good. No, no it's Fury's not. Like no, 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 it is. It not. has that water, the war, water. Oh, water, which is cool. no, that a water wheel does not make something good, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Poseidon's Fury is like that. Like a Shaun of a Dead type little cult thing that's just I cannot, also that, I cannot uh, get behind it. It is the showgirls of yes. attraction, <laughs> which means that if I go on it one or two more times, I might be obsessed with it. But for the time being, I'm going to appreciate it from afar. I feel like you'll love it the, the same way you love that guy's Ellen. name is Darkanon. Come on, I mean, I, it is Darkanon, and it does look like a bad episode of Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. He does, just I do true. love it. I do love it, but I also hate it. I think our mouths were literally agape when that ended the entire time. Uh, that attraction is originally. Sucks. Originally, it was Zeus versus Poseidon. Really? That mm-hmm. really doesn't make any sense whatsoever. That doesn't. They but changed. also, I think my uh, distaste for this attraction comes with the fact that my uh, that we walked directly across to Mythos and had lunch, and then I just had a bad taste in my mouth, literally, after the attraction. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, next Jack Sparrow. Up, yeah. Hashtag Jack Sparrow. Jeez, oh, you're just being a pain in the ass. Have you ever seen the Jack Sparrow thing, Mike? No, but it can't be any worse than ruining the seas. <laughs> yes, it can. It can be worse. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, no, you're incorrect. <laughs> See, I can keep ignoring Jack Sparrow, but Epcot has no attractions, and Epcot they, has ruined, no attractions. they ruined a cool pavilion. It does have attractions. It has Grand Fiesta. My Grand Fiesta tour, the best attraction ever made. And it has, it has, it has like the land. And it has the living with the land. Thank you very Probably much. Probably the best you. attraction in all of Disney World. And the best Elm's tier Energy one attraction Adventure. of all time. And Elm's Energy Adventure, my personal favorite attraction in any park, yes. including Universal. I agree. Elm's but yeah, Elm's but no, Energy we like. I don't mind the sea so much. No, I don't love it. I, I don't, don't love it, but it's, I don't mind it. It's no, that Jack Sparrow thing is terrible. Horrible. Horrible. The From Lori at Mousecation, how do I get into media events? Is Diagon Alley disabled friendly? Where <laughs> we don't can know. you get best, the best burger? Why do you got, why do we subtweet about subtweets and silly disputes? Why can't, basically a bunch of questions. Um, That's way too many questions. Yeah, there's like, she, she sent us like, like a whole question tweets. segment. Yeah, like a, a best burger, I, I guess, the kitchen. Krusty Burger. Yeah, there you go. Krusty Burger, there you go. Um, okay, getting rid of that, getting rid of that. Why but, do we subtweet? Because why not? What yeah. else is Twitter for? Subtweeting. That's all, that's all we do. Okay. Um, 
Next question. Well, come on. What is it? Come From on. Laughing Quest 56, Peter no, no. Uh, Mangifreno. Uh, favorite theme park show slash walkthrough attraction? Animal Actors. <laughs> show slash? We can't pick both. It can't. Do one or the both? other? Pick, one, pick both. Flights of Wonder. Flights of Wonder is a good one. Yes. For mm-hmm. show. Walkthrough attraction, Adam? Um, disaster. come on. Oh, disaster. I disaster love. is fantastic. Does that count as walkthrough? Even yeah. when you get on that little vehicle you walk thing. Walk through it. Yeah. But then you get on a vehicle part. That's cool. But I love it. I love disaster. Disaster is one of the best rides in the world. My parents love disaster. I just I love adore disaster. it. I love it. I do love Maharaja Jungle Trek. Obviously. That that's a good that's choice a good too. That's a very good choice. Um I don't know. There's not that many walkthrough things at the Disney World. I like um pretty much from YouTube I've seen all the Diagon Alley shows are amazing. So I think that's probably my shows. Probably, especially Celestina Warpack. Do you even piece. horror makeup, bro? I had no. Oh, yeah. horror I makeup. love horror makeup. That's my, that's my favorite show right now. Yeah. That and Aladdin at DCA. I love Aladdin at DCA. I know people oh, hate no. it, but I love it. Yeah. No, thank you. We hated it. I know I y'all hate it, concept. but I love it. So I'm, the, I I'm pick- the guy that y'all were talking about that loves it. When y'all hate it, so yeah. Uh, it's <laughs> cool. But that's like everybody. A lot of people love it. Yeah. We just happen yeah. to hate it. I mean, I get why people like it. I don't. It's just I don't not my kind it. of thing. <laughs> I just think uh, Jasmine is ratchet and horrible. She's a disaster. <laughs> Can I pick Twice Charmed, a Cinderella story? Yes, Twice Charmed. <laughs> Twice Charmed from uh, the, the Disney, Disney, Disney Cruise Line. Is that a, a valid pick? Because that's what I'm picking. That's a very good one. I also like the, I don't know if this counts or not, but I like the castle tour in Hogwarts where you just walk through the castle. Doesn't I like count. that. That sounds like a blast. It's a walkthrough. It's, it, you're walking through the castle without riding anything. You walk through and you walk out. Get out of here with that nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> so from a friend of the podcast, Hate the Fly asks, if you could choose between Avengers or Lord of the Rings coming to Universal, which would it be and why? Avengers, because reasons. <laughs> Avengers. Avengers coming to the studios? Yes. That literally... No, 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 that was an uh, adventure. That, either way, it would literally never happen. How? Uh, that, that could never happen. It could it happen. Could. It can happen. Uh, it could and will... It couldn't and will definitely not happen. I think Lord of the Rings is much more likely, uh, given their like, penchant for buying new properties, you know? Okay. I don't think I don't think both. they're going to invest in any Marvel. Well, Disney, Disney's not going to give them any more exactly. rights than they already have. Exactly. They have all the rights. But they already they have the rights. Do they have not to the build new? Team? Not to build new things. Yeah, they do. do they yes, have- they do. No, do they? Why yes. haven't they? Then? You know, why haven't they? Then I keep mentioning they have this. Things to build. I keep mentioning this to Mike that we need to do the uh, legal contract episode. I would love to hear that because <laughs> there we go. I, I mean, I would, you're, you're, I would, I would love you're to talking with a contract lawyer who's read the contract. So. Whoa, 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 yeah, whoa. I don't, but then why haven't well, they Well, not contract, but, you know. <laughs> why haven't they done it then, though? Since The Avengers was, what, the biggest movie uh, since when? I don't know. Third yeah. biggest movie of all time? I, I would bet that Disney is going to buy them out. That's just my thought. Yeah, they might. Okay. I don't know. I I just don't. I don't see them ever adding any Marvel anything. Not Spider Man, but I think they'll buy, like that Hulk. Like that. Uh, that's Carcini the, area is ratchet. That's the worst. The Marvel area is the worst area I've ever been in my life. <laughs> so I think they'll just buy them out of that part of it. Yeah, it they're not going to add. They're not going to add any Marvel anything. Spider Man sucks ass anyway. So yeah. Oh, oh that's the Spider Man is the worst thing I've ever been on in my what? life. 
them the guy threw a pumpkin at my face and I'm supposed to be scared. I'm sorry. That's horrible. <laughs> Don't ever throw a pumpkin at me again. I'll kill you. I'm sorry. I don't like when people throw pumpkins at me. Uh, from Andrew really likes pumpkins. Sorry, I first. don't like when people do that. It's horrible. <laughs> from Zombie CT on Twitter, what's your favorite drink or ale of choice at Horror Nights, Mike? This is your question, Mike. Or do we or do we lose him after that's that Spider Man comment? I think he's mad at me. He's probably mad at you. Anyway, moving on. Um, what was? A favorite drink at a Halloween Horror Nights. Damn it, Skype. Mike. Hey, Mike. <laughs> and this is the unprofessional part of our name. This is the Louisiana part of our name. Yeah, pretty much. What was the question about drinks? I missed it. Uh, favorite drink at Halloween Horror Nights. Ale or whatever. Just name something. Oh. I don't know. Blood bag? Okay, there you go. Blood bag. Um... Uh, again, from our friend Orlando Informer, um, aside from, no. from Escape from Gringotts, wait times have been surprisingly low for Diagon Alley venues, other than in the morning. There has been virtually no wait to get into Diagon Alley. Furthermore, Hogsmeade wait times have been relatively low for the summer. So is there enough in- interest for a third Harry Potter, or are the long waits due to everyone being in line for if- Escape from Gringotts? Uh, everyone's in line for Escape from Gringotts, increased capacity, and a bunch of other crazy stuff. Uh-huh. Right. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Like Diagon Alley can suck in like 10,000 people. Yeah. It's not even funny. They, they built that thing for capacity. Um, and, and everything they built bet on was like apocalypse level crowds. So that now they're dialing back is a good thing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think at the end of the day that they have seen the, the giant jumps they saw, uh, they're not going to see again by any means. No. So all they're going to do is make the wait times and the crowds within the Potter areas more manageable. I think they're going to see a giant jump. I think they're going to see a giant jump at Florida Park, but not Allen's Adventure. They'll still see a jump. Yeah, I think you're going to see a lot more of that leave Disney. You're not going to have that. No, what, no, 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 no. You'll never see pull anything pull off Disney. People don't yeah. get this, this whole this whole market share idea yeah. that there there is not a finite chunk of market share i do agree with you there's not a fine i do agree with you there's not a fine night let's put it that way (laughs) yeah like it's the more stuff that you have in there the more people go the more time they spend in the orlando area and they just kind of spread their love more than anything else okay fair enough like disney parks have not ticked down at all no so if that was gonna uh, that park pulling in 17 percent like is a lie (laughs) (laughs) that it didn't put that it pulled in 17 percent more no, that he said that TEA is a lie. The TEA. I don't know yeah. what that is. I don't even know what that is. Uh, the themed entertainment association. Oh, they, they, what they report. Oh, yeah. We don't. I mean, I. Yeah, I'm just I, saying. I'm saying if that stuff happens to be true. Right. And you're we saying that Universal, no at, when they put in Potter, grab like 70% increase. Disney didn't lose anything. So that didn't come out of their bottom line. It just meant that more people stayed in Orlando longer. Exactly. And I think that's the same thing that would happen. It's kind of good for everybody. For, if Universal has great attractions it's all, and Disney has great attractions, it's only going to make it better for everybody. Okay. That's really how I feel about it. And I, I just don't think Disney – Universal is going to all of a sudden get a bazillion more guests because they opened another Potter area. Like the Potter interest is already there and kind of is what it is. Fair enough. Uh, yeah. Next from NJ Brandon UOR. 
asks, what is Project 533? Unfortunately, if we could tell you, we would have to kill you. Yeah. Um, next, uh, Jeffers Dixon on Twitter asks, any chance of Halloween Horror Nights bringing back American Werewolf? By the no. way, um, Not Adam, this year. if you want to see a really good haunted house for Halloween Horror Nights, look up American Werewolf, Werewolf in London. In Paris? Oh. Paris or London? In London. Yeah, in London. London, Eric Davis. Sorry. My apologies. Um, okay. Yeah, look it up. It. It's like really cool puppet effects and a bunch of stuff. So, um, okay. no. <laughs> Not this year. Not this year. Have they it's ever? Going to, it's going to Hollywood this year. Yeah. Have they ever reused the same house in Florida? I don't think so. I mean, they brought back Walking Dead. But, I mean, that's a different times. house, though, every year. It's a different house, though, every yeah. year. Yeah, that's just different. Walking Dead. Anyway. It's new. It's different. We, we've been talking long enough. Dear Lord. Oh, my God. Anyway. Orlando um, Informer's wrong. Yeah. Uh, Adam, Andrew, where can we find you guys online? Uh, you can read our daily blog post at DisneyHipsters.com. You can awesome. follow us on Twitter at DisneyHipsters. We're also on Facebook, Tumblr, Instagram, Google+, all the big uh, <laughs> all the big social media sites. Just type in Disney Hipsters and you're sure to find us. You can also find us on iTunes. We are a Disney Hipster Podcast. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. That's uh, Nick, That's Nick, where can we find you on your social media platforms? Uh, at Parkscope Nick on Twitter and then... If you find me on other things, you find me. <laughs> <laughs> it's a, it's a, that's a challenge, right? I don't know. Like the only other thing I ever really check is Facebook. So I don't know, really know if I have these other things, which I probably do. But <laughs> I know I get like emails from LinkedIn when people are trying to link with me, and I I don't even know how to get onto LinkedIn. So you know, whatever. <laughs> Mike, where can we find you at? <laughs> you can find me at Captain eighty seven on Live Journal. <laughs> You can find me at Parkscope Joe on Twitter. You can find Sean at Parkscope underscore Sean on Twitter. You can find us all at Parkscope on Twitter. Look for us on iTunes. Just search Parkscope. Thank you again. Uh, hey, really quick. What? We did have some new um, reviews on iTunes, so that's cool. Thank you. Don't forget to check our GeoCity site. <laughs> yes, please check the GeoCity site. Uh, Parkscope.net. Uh, thank you again for the Disney Hipsters, Adam and Andrew, for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks, oh, you're very thanks for having us. Yes, thank yes. you. And thank you for putting up with our Universal, like, whatever. No problem. <laughs> we love Universal, for the record. We yes. do. We enjoyed it. It's, it's all good because, you know, theme park fans. We all like all good theme parks, you know? Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. stop giving us shit on Twitter, everybody, <laughs> for not liking Universal because yes. we're such horrible people. Sorry, go die, everybody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> go die, everyone. Love everybody, hate everything, Kungaloosh, and uh, we'll see you next time. See ya. I want two, I want two, three, four. Half a bee, philosophically, must ipso facto half not be. But half the bee has got to be a vis-a-vis its entity. Do you see? But can a bee be said to be or not to be an entire bee when half the bee is not a bee due to some ancient injury? Singing. A la dee dee, a one, two, three, Eric the half a bee. 
A, B, C, D, E, F, G Eric the Hufferbee Is this a wretched demi-bee? Half asleep upon my knee Some freak from a menagerie No, it's Eric the Hufferbee A fiddly-dum, a fiddly-dee Eric the Hufferbee This hive employee bisected accidentally one summer afternoon by me. I love him carnally. He loves him carnally. Semi-carnally. The end. Cyril Connolly? No, semi-carnally. Oh. Cyril Connolly